Why not? Why are we, not? Are we keeping go. it in? Are we keeping Sav in? Oh, okay, that's for it. Sav is in. <laughs> Here she is. Why oh, do you want to cut me out? out? Yeah, we'll kick, you up, kick <laughs> yeah. you up for a minute. Okay, I, I suppose I suppose I, I got to do my intro here, right? So this is this is Go Sam. Welcome to the guest, Sam. Welcome, right, well, welcome, welcome to the podcast, Sam. Um, you are a client of mine. We've been working together since January, right? Yeah. January. Got you. Do you remember what date in January? I think when I first met you it was about seventh of Jan, and we started okay. training on the thirteenth. Ah, okay, okay. So see, she, 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 she's locking, locking the important oh, dates. She knows it, she knows yeah. it. So um, Sam and I have been working together since January, like she said, um, well, most most of the year now. Obviously, had a little bit of a, a break through lockdown, but she still carried on going. You know, so we, we still carried on training during lockdown as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, 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 well it, wasn't, it wasn't as kind of um, consistent right. as we were in the gym, but today's, today's, um, today's podcast is basically going to be about Sam her journey, her perspectives, and uh, what what a mother of three uh, who was plagued with a load of injuries, who had been going to the gym for a long time prior to, to starting to train with myself, um, can offer in terms of perspective and uh, and a journey. So um, yeah, I suppose I should shoot the mic over to Sam and say, okay, give give us a little bit of a a, a pre a pre starting training. Um, let us know where you were, Sam. Where, where were you before we started training? And uh, just paint the picture a little bit. Right. I started training. Well, I, I joined the gym 14 months before I met Uma. And I was, I had surgery on my shoulder. And then my physio has actually referred me to the gym. He said, well, you know, why don't you join the gym? You know, we'll put you through. Um, you get discounted rate or something, you know, because it's through the hospital. I said, well, yeah. I said, but I want to go to the one Parklands because that's near me. And he said, well, we don't really refer people to Parkland, so you'll have to pay for that. So, yeah, that's fine. Anyway, so I went to the gym. I was there training for 14 months. I should think, yeah, I'm training every day. I can eat what I want. So, you know, <laughs> go to the gym, have burgers, have fry-up, have pizza. And, yeah, and it was – thing is, although I felt fitter than before and healthier, but I was still eating the wrong foods. So I didn't lose any weight, no weight at all. 14 months in the gym, not a single pound. But I felt – a lot more energetic and I but but going to the gym it was it was a chore mm. it was like yeah you know I have to go I have to do a minimum of five days or maximum of seven days I've got to go to the gym but um, I felt it was a chore I didn't used to enjoy going at first I did but then it was like um, uh, yeah I have to go to the gym uh, yeah tick you know like yeah being Monday mm. Tuesday Wednesday yeah that's fine tick then I go maybe Friday Saturday yeah it's done but when I started training with Uma, it, at first, it was, I wouldn't say it was difficult. I think I adapted to it quite easily. Wouldn't you say that? Mm, I definitely would. I definitely would. Let's kind of, let's, let's stay on that bit prior to starting with me for a second, because you talked about, you, you touched on there, like it being a chore. And uh, why, why did you, why did you, what was the kind of mentality you had before we that, started training? Go on. Hmm. It was just, yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, I'm a mum, I work. Um, yeah. I've got time, I've got half an hour, go in the gym. 40 minutes, half an hour in the gym, yeah, it's done. That's mm. it, tick. I've done half an hour cardio, you know. I never did no weights. I didn't touch the weight. I didn't even look at the weights. It just used to be half an hour, 40 minutes of cardio, and that's it, out. So it was, more, was, like it. A, it was more like a quick dash to the yeah. gym, do a little yeah. bit, and get that's out. It. And that was, would you, do you think that you were kind of, in your head, you were just kind of, like you said, ticking the box, yeah. not necessarily going any further than, than exploring anything no. else, other than what you knew? Um, right. You just tick the box, right? Tick the box, that's it. 
and, and just just for my reference i've not actually asked you this before but the people that referred you to the gym was there any kind of follow-up in terms of how you're doing at the gym what you are doing um, at the gym? not really no he just he referred me to one of the trainers in the gym so i saw him uh, when i first joined the gym and then i saw him six weeks later and that was it and then he just signed me off and and i just carried on that's really and he just he just made really a list of for my shoulder, you should, you should do five minutes of this, five minutes of this. And it wasn't like, he didn't really show me what I had to do. It was just like, yeah, mm. if you go in there five minutes, go in there for 10 minutes and that'll be okay. And uh, if do you, you follow the sheet. on that list? Just for my reference. Might, oh, it might, okay, still, so be, it might still be at the gym. So when I go, <laughs> I'll have a show me. Gotta, you got you to find out. That would, that, that would just be interesting. Just because, not, not that I'm trying to gloat or trying to put anything all over this other trainer, but just, just to understand the reference of what is actually prescribed to somebody who had what you came into the gym with what uh, and what, what what the course of action was you know what i mean whether it was something that you could actually do stick to understand whether you've been given the time or what kind of systems in place right now to deal with someone like yourself I think what made me laugh was he gave me all the cardio exercises but i had surgery on my shoulder so it was nothing to do with strengthening my shoulder mm. so exactly. you know how was cardio going to help with strengthening my shoulder Mm. Yeah, there's always there's. I mean, there's I, it makes sense now. Sorry, but it makes sense now. But at the time, yeah. I thought, you know, yeah, he's right because I didn't know any different. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. So I suppose that's that's just the way we go, right? I mean, if you don't know any better at the time, you're almost gonna you're always gonna follow the like the white coat example, right? That's of right, somebody yeah. telling you what to do. Okay, okay, cool. I'll just follow along with it. Yeah, that's so exactly. interesting. Don't you, don't you think that where where somebody can just influence the next fourteen months of your life? By exactly. saying these are the guidelines, go do them. It's just yeah. a simple conversation. Exactly. You think, yeah. okay, I've had shoulder surgery, so I'll best listen to this person. Otherwise, I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be worse for wear. Exactly. So yeah, it's the problem. Like the problem is that post-op care is is budget to say the least. Is like you you need you need that plan of action to be like you're going to do this, 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 and somebody to actually like make sense of why you're doing those things as well, because then you've got a hell of a lot more uh, wherewithal to actually go ahead and achieve what you need to to get back at the right place. But mm. it just happens so much as like here's a list of exercises. Here, go do them. That's and that's how it works. That was even in hospitals, yeah. you have to do because mm -hmm. the amount of you know for the last 17, 18 years, all I've been doing is. That cause of force to the hospital, problem on my feet, my legs, my, you know, hip, everything. It's, yeah, I refer you to the mm. physio. Every week, go to the physio. Yeah, you do this, this. They just give you a piece of paper and yeah. a band, right? You do this, this, and this, and you should be fine. <laughs> That's yeah. a piece of paper and a band. I had, I thought, you know what, been a I've had enough of this. <laughs> yeah you know what it's like it's good like i'm speaking to you about it that like you're a person who's actually been through it and um like a while ago when i was just basically doing like my market research on who like who i aim um my my services at and then one of the things i did was go on facebook and find these groups of people uh, groups that were set up for people who are in back pain and and just seeing like the kind of the level of desperation and the level of um poor knowledge that's being thrown around in these groups because it's just a group of people who are trying to support each other plus the stories that they're coming out with is is like ubiquitously just hey we've been to the physio with the feeling that they've done everything possible but mm -hmm. getting nothing out of it but really when i hear what's actually happening is like you barely scratch the surface of what's possible it's just that the system isn't set up for you to succeed because they're dealing with such a vast number of people and the level of training uh, or rather the level of output between a 
NHS physio and usually a private physio is is just wildly different and and so that aftercare that is just not to the standard that it needs to be so it's it's there's so many different things that are wrong about it but I think you touch on something there which makes me like say to anybody who's listening who's been through that um system and feels like they've tried everything and nothing's nothing's working out it's like you need to actually step out of that system and Mm. take it into your own hands and then find somebody who's going to actually show you the way and because it happens too often and it makes people feel helpless and it makes people feel like there isn't a solution to the problem but there is there always is a solution to the problem you just need to find the right people to be able to help you out and just step out and take ownership of it I think because most of the people, even I used to think, you know, surgery was the answer to everything because I've been mm. uh, suffering from shoulder pain for maybe 20, 20 odd years. Mm. And everybody had actually said, yeah, you know what, it's it's never going to be back to normal. Even after the surgery, the consultant said to me, it's only going to get back to 80%. I can honestly say since I've been training with Omar, it's 95%. I mean, I, I, you know, it was like, getting dressed was a chore you know mm. i couldn't i had to i had to have clothes made with zips so i could because my arm wouldn't go up i could not put yeah. my arm up so it, it was i always thought that yeah you know what surgery is the answer and i wish i wish i'd met him earlier then i wouldn't have had to have the surgery <laughs> yeah. likewise sir likewise because, yeah exactly because then i had the same problem with my hip this is the reason why i went with him i i I don't remember saying to him I was going to train with him when I first met him because what happened was he approached me in the gym while I was on the cross trainer. This this face just came in front of me. I was like, hi. Hi. I'm Omar. I'm like, yeah. And I stopped and he goes, no, 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 don't stop. Carry on. Okay, so I carried on. And this face was just in front of me and I just had the wall. And this guy's face was right in, my, in front of me. I was like, yeah, I'm Omar. I'm a PT. I was like, okay, and uh, how would you feel about a free session with me? I'm like, yeah, okay. And um, yeah, he goes, can you give me a number? I'm thinking, I'm training. I'm giving my phone number to this random guy who I've never seen before. I'm like, yeah, okay. So I just, while I was training, I just gave my number and off he went. And then I just got this text, yeah. We will, um, I'll see you at such and such time. Like, yeah, okay. And when we had the induction, I don't remember saying to him, yes, I'm going to train with you. And I don't remember him asking me if I was going to train with him. Do you remember that? <laughs> I don't remember that. I don't remember that. No, I remember just being no. like, okay, without, without, know, client trainer. 10, yeah. 11 months later, and I'm still there. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay. You know, but it was, I think, because I started seeing the benefits straight away. Because I thought, I thought, well, you know, it, he'd showed me his, um, I'd seen his uh, video on, uh, was it uh, BBC? Um, mm. On the news or something, mm. His um, about his journey. I thought, wow, if he can do it, I can do it. You know, it's perfect. You know, it's great. You know, he this is a person who's actually transformed himself. So it was like, I guess, I just looked at him and I thought, yeah, you know what? Yeah, it it is possible because, mm. like I said, I, I I never ever thought I was fat because I, I you know I thought you know what I'm fine. The only time I used to think I was fat was when I used to go clothes shopping and nothing fitted. I was like, mm, yeah, I'll just get a bigger size. Yeah, I just get I like things baggier. It's fine, but. No, you know what? When when I started training, and I thought this is good, and then then when your clothes size drop, you think this is great. You know, <laughs> just just get yeah. more motivated, really, really. And yeah, that was it. Amazing. That's that's, Insp- that's go on, go on, go on, G. I was just gonna say inspiration right there, man. 
Honestly, both. you know what he really both was. Of you. Yeah. You, you, you're, 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 yeah, you're both paying it forward. Like Umar with his transformation, now you with your transformation. It's amazing. I'm his walking billboard, by the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he called you a walking billboard. Well, yeah. It's true, right? It's true. I mean, I mean, we, we, I had, I had a referral from one of Sam's closest friends, uh, come to share with me, Amy, and um, we have to mention Amy on the podcast, right? I have to mention her definitely. Yeah. The, the way, the way that she, uh, she, she. Sam, you tell the story. You tell the story because you'll, you'll tell it better than I will. <laughs> so during lockdown, uh, my husband, he, he, he doesn't do gym. He doesn't do training, and he's not into any of this. And um, so during lockdown, I said to him, Yo, you're working from home. You're at home all the while. You need to get out. So let's go for a walk. The weather's nice. So we started going for walks. Every evening we'd go for a walk. First we started half an hour, then 45 minutes, an hour. Anyway, so eventually every day he'd finish work at half three. So about four o'clock we'd go for a walk for an hour. So one day we're walking and Amy was driving back from work. And she'd seen me. I, I hadn't seen Amy for a while. She'd seen me. She slammed her brakes on in the middle of the road. <laughs> This car's behind her. She just stopped and she looked. And she was like, that's Sam. And next minute, my phone's ringing. And um, she's like, Sam. I was like, yeah. She goes, wow. She goes, she goes you've lost so much weight. I'm like, thank you. She asked her, well, I did tell you in a, I think it was back in end of Jan or beginning of Feb. I did say it because she was asking me at the gym. And I said, why don't you take training with her? And she goes, well, yeah, I've got it. I'm going on holiday. I'll see you when I come back. And you just like sort of forget about it. And then she was like, yeah, I think I will. I want this wow factor that Sam's got. I said, what is this wow factor? She goes, you know, when I saw you, she goes, I didn't recognize you. You know, it, I think it's really nice when people, even the people that see you every day, when they start noticing the difference. Like mm. I go to work. I mean, I've been working with these people for years and years and years. And and they see the difference. When they started seeing the difference, that was really amazing. And my husband, he started seeing the difference. He was like, wow, you know what? He goes, you've done so well. I'm so proud of you. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, I'm really proud of you. You know, and every day, you know, I feel like, Amazing. you know, when he looks at me, you know, I feel like, I don't feel like his wife, I feel like I'm his girlfriend. It's like, <laughs> it's like you know, you've done so well. I'm so, every day, you know, he says this every day. And I think it's really nice. You know, it's, it's yeah. yeah it, I think that motivates me as well. It's like, you know, mm. you're stuck to this. And, you know, they, they would sit in front of me and they will eat all the rubbish they will eat um, junk food and have takeaways and i'm happy cooking my food and just eating that speaking of cooking this is a story when i when i first started mm. with him he's, he's telling me about food yeah. <laughs> he goes so you know i'll do you a diet plan okay and um so he said yeah you should eat this this and this and i, and I looked at his face and he's like yeah and i goes would you you do know i can't cook goes, you can't cook he's like no, I don't cook. And uh, he was really shocked that I'd, because I live yeah. with my in-laws and my mother was a fantastic cook and right. she loves cooking. So I'm like, well, if she likes cooking, she can do it. She, she absolutely loves cooking. And, you know, she's always in the kitchen making something or another. I was like, well, I've never had to cook because mum always yeah, does it. Wow. Yeah. And, and he was really shocked. He was like, well, I, even I can cook. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, well, I can cook. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, but maybe you have to. I don't have to cook. <laughs> yeah. 
I'd be like, what? This, you're, you're, did you realize that you were like a Indian brown lady? Like this, this, this is the yeah. demographic of, of, of that of that subsect of, of population that doesn't cook. It must be yeah. tiny. And it's here's, my, like, here's my, one of my first clients at Parkers. I'm like, mm, this is this is. I didn't expect to, to come across this hurdle. <laughs> just that this this lady doesn't cook. So rather, I think ten months on, I'm I'm a I'm a master chef now. Everything, everything. I, I get I get food pictures all over the place with uh, what. Well, from the top yesterday, rice with every vegetable and chickpeas and this and that and everything else, and then different kinds of roti and different kinds of of des- healthy desserts that you've, you've adapted your own way and changed recipes on. Not just not just following recipe books, but actually just making it your own now. So come full circle. This is amazing. I love that. Yeah. It's like the ch- like yeah. All right, this is important to me, so I'm going to change something because I've never done it before, and I'm going to do it now. And like 10 months later, fast forward, that's the, that's the difference it makes. And like, just going back to what you're saying about like with your husband as well, it just sounds like it's changed your relationships with people too. Yeah, it has. Yeah, I think it has. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, yeah. I don't think he ever used to pay compliments as much before. I don't, I don't think we were just busy raising kids, you know, mm. just working, raising kids, you know, just the normal. And now when, when he looks at me, you know, he's every day, it's like, I can't believe how well you've done. And you know that that is really like really nice to hear. Mm-hmm. Amazing. That's wicked. That's really nice. That is really like, you can join me. You can join me. I'll, sit down, I'll take it to the gym. He's like, ah, no, maybe not yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll like, you've done him. really well. Oh. <laughs> we'll, we'll get him. Don't worry. We'll get him. I've got, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a plan for all, all three boys. Don't, don't you worry about that as well. <laughs> well the day you get some Ethan to the gym, uh, you've won. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Which, one, which one's that one? Eldest? That's my middle one. He's. Um, him and Jim, no, he doesn't do any form of exercise. Right. And it's like, ma'am, I'm Jim's not for me. You know, computers, he can be on the computers all day, every day. And hmm. you, know, Samit, you need to get out. He's like, nah, me and Jim, no. Hasn't has Samit got his own podcast now? Yeah, he has, yeah. yeah. Right, okay, okay. So, so he, he needs to he needs to come on. Uh, we, 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 need, we need to inspire him with our podcast to keep his mm-hmm. podcast going so he can start segueing about his health journey and maybe kind of like pushing that, pushing that agenda as well. Why not? <laughs> yeah. And good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get him. We'll get him. We'll get him. No, some, okay. some really, really... Is, sounds like we're just going to get a sack and just like put it over them and drag them. <laughs> yeah, like, drag, drag them to the yeah. gym. I don't know about you, yeah. but that's exactly what I was thinking. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. We're on the same wavelength, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Love it. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, just kind of going back into, into the journey a bit, Sam, at the, at the very start of your journey, what did you think... Um, of, of the process, like changing your food, starting to see training in a different way. Um, did this stuff deter you or did you kind of think, oh, you know what, I want to try this. I want to I give this a go. What was your mindset like at that, at that time? Yeah, honestly, like I said, I just I just looked at you and I thought, well, he's transformed himself, so can I, right? And But the main thing was, like back in December last year, uh, I was in so much pain with my hip. Mm. I couldn't sleep. I just could not sleep all night. I'd, I'd get up one in the morning, two in the morning having tablets just so I could get some sleep. I was in a lot of pain. And this went on for weeks and weeks and weeks. And when when you mentioned about training and stuff, and I thought, well, maybe that will help with my pain. Because remember, if that's the first thing I said to you, it was never about my weight. It was never about, it was always about being pain free, not mm-hmm. having this pain. So I thought, if I can sleep, I, should, I literally, I should sleep straight. I couldn't sleep on my side on either side because they, they said eventually I needed an operation on my hip. And now, yes, the day before yesterday, I was actually poking my hip. I was like, where's this pain? I, I literally, I cannot feel this pain. I was like, has it gone away? Has it really gone away? Because 
it was about changing the diet it was about training and i did find at the beginning if i if i ate the wrong foods if i didn't train the pain would come back and then if i obviously you know if i carried on training if i carried on eating eating healthy i wouldn't say dieting eating healthy when people say to me you're a diet when you stop your weight's going to go back up again i said well i'm not on a diet i'm eating healthy that that's the difference you don't understand and they're like yeah it's about maintaining it now i said well if i can maintain it through lockdown when the gyms are closed everything so i can do it now you know there isn't going back there is no going back because i don't want to be in pain again i just want mm. to be pain free i want to be able to sleep without thinking god you know what i need pain killers to go to sleep no so it was um, that was that was the initial goal, wasn't it? That was the initial yeah, yeah, that uh, was, that was frame the for for the training. I remember actually like writing this down. I think in your initial notes uh, that it, what you just said there. It's not about how you look. It's about how you feel. And exactly. that that was a big thing around around even the way I'm thinking about structuring your training. It's not so much that I need to get Sam to the gym and push her and push her and push her because it's not like she's a she's a photo shoot ready person in twelve weeks or anything anything like that. But it's something that. You just need to have a bit of confidence with your body. Feel mm-hmm. feel like you're moving toward a place where you have a bit more strength. And this is something that I, I, I remember writing down about yourself at the start was that I didn't think that you were very strong in certain positions or strong through certain parts of your body, especially compared to how you are now. Um, what do you think? Looking back now, do you think you were as capable or where do you think you were on that spectrum when we first started training in terms of strength, in terms of kind of dealing with your own body? Where do I think I am? Um... Where do you think you were at the start? Where do you think you were then? Strength, I don't think I had any strength. It was just, it was just, I was, I was in pain everywhere. I was in pain in my arms, pain in my legs, hips, everything. I was, I was always in pain. You know, I used to go to work, Mm. I'd be limping every day. I never walked into work, like straight walking in any week. I'd walk into work, I'd be limping. Everybody at work would be, oh, why limping? I said, my foot's hurting, my leg's hurting. I've got this, Mm. I've got that. I'd always be in pain, always. Mm. And then eventually when, you know, now on Saturday I was talking to somebody at work and I said, this guy, he's like, Sam, you know what? I don't see you limping into work anymore. I don't see you, um, you know, complaining about pain. I said, because I'm not in pain. I'm fine now. I feel a lot stronger. I feel like, you know, I feel like, yeah, you know, I'm I'm healthier. Mm. So, yeah, it's nice to hear. It's nice. It, to hear. it is. It is. You always. know what? It's all. You know what? It, it's, I know you say it's teamwork, but I think it's thanks to you. If you hadn't guided me in the right direction, I'd probably still be here. I'd still be, still be in pain, well, uh, still be struggling. I appreciate. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. But at the same time, we had this chat yesterday. Well, yesterday we were training at the track, right? Um, that uh, as much as it's been okay. Here, here's some. Here's here's some, here's, here's what I've kind of put together for you that I think would help you yeah so I've gone through experiences with other clients and myself and read this and studied that and been taught by people and had experiences whatever cool I can I can maybe offer this advice or this like I said to you yesterday like my consciousness can can look at you and say okay this is my perspective but at the end of the day you've got to do it you, know I mean? yeah. you said we said this yesterday right yeah. like this yeah. this that's that's the only I can just pass you the baton but your exactly. 100 meters is still to run you know what I mean that's that's yeah. your bit of the race and um, mm-hmm. in in that regard, you've absolutely smashed it. Like like the amount of people that that just on a day, like you said, on a daily basis, from from what you mm-hmm. you brought up about relationships with people that you're close with, friends, uh, extended family all over the world commenting, mm-hmm. and and even um, like you, the point you just made about 
people, your coworkers, right? Like this is something that you've been talking to me about recently is that people you work with, people you see day to day being in pain themselves and, and actually like living with it day to day. It's huge, yeah. isn't it? There's so much of it out there. As funny as was my dad, my dad, uh, I hadn't seen him because of lockdown. I didn't see him for months. And then in August, um, I went to London for a few days. So my mom's like, my mom makes um, chane patore and I absolutely love them. I absolutely love it. And she goes, shall I make it chane I said, mom, I don't eat that stuff. She's like, are you never going to eat it? Like, no. I said, well, not never, but I'll try a little bit if you're going to make it. She goes, I'm not making a little bit, you know. And um, mm. then she's like, all the stuff that I used to love eating. And it's like, shall we order a pizza? I'm like, mom, I don't eat pizza. She don't eat pizza? I'm like, no. Uh, and she goes, well, go and buy whatever you eat then, and then we'll make that. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Okay. But she's, you know, she's like, yeah, you know, you needed to lose weight. Because every time I went, she used to say to me, your legs are swollen. Look at your feet. Your feet are swollen. You know, you really need to do something. And then she gave her lecture, and off she went. And then my dad looked at me, and he's smiling. And what's up, Dad? He goes, how did you do it? Uh, I said, do what? He goes, this transformation. I'm like, Dad, it's called healthy eating. Training. <laughs> and uh, he's like, Achha. <laughs> yeah. Just the look on his face is amazing. He's like, how did you do it? I was like. <laughs> that magic bullet. That's it. Yeah. Just I think because, because I've always I have I've always been big, but I didn't I didn't think I was big because I, I I thought well you know what this is this is me this is you know a mother of three it's fine I've had three kids and I think this is what Asian women they they just think that you know you've had your kid you're married you've had your kids and that's it it's fine you know your body is what it is you know you've been through this this and this and you know it's it's okay it's okay to be big it's okay to but it's not okay. It's not okay, you know what? It's you've still got your life ahead of you because I feel like now that my kids have grown up, you know, I've got time for myself. I've got time to look after myself. I'm, you know, I'm not doing school runs. I'm not doing activities after school. I'm not doing running around after the kids. Mm-hmm. It's time to look after yourself. But I think I've done it wrong. I should have done this twenty-five years ago because if you're not fit and well yourself, you can't really look after your family. Because I. <laughs> Even my kids used to say, "They goes, oh, mum, you're always ill. There's mm-hmm. always something because my immune system was weak, and I was, I was, there was always something wrong. You know, every week, oh, mum's ill again. That's tough. And yeah, it it is because you know you, you constantly because I was I felt I was constantly complaining about, oh, I've got a cold, I've got this, I've got asthma, I've got this, and it was it was like, yeah, mum's ill again. Yeah, and what's the big deal? You know, she's it's nothing new. Do, do you think that do you think this time like we talked a little bit about like your time your pre- like during pregnancy after pregnancy and i said something to you said something to you the other day about how maybe you'd settled into that a little bit too much and you'd kind of and obviously i can't i can't talk about pregnancy or any anything around that time but maybe kind of keeping weight on or, or changing how we're eating or maybe think changing about about your thinking about yourself not as Sam the mum, but just Sam the person as you are, just a human being that you are on your own. Coming out of that kind of uh, that mum mode to, to just revert back to, let me just look at myself as a person that needs to maybe lose a bit of weight, maybe address the fact that my hips hurt, my shoulders hurt, my feet hurt, my everything hurts, I'm ill. You know, I mean, this this shift, do you think this this is quite common in our culture, don't you think, that the, the women, the mothers, they, they do this? 
Yeah, they, yeah, that's just they don't they don't look after themselves. Women don't mm-hmm. tend to look after themselves. It's always about the family. It's always mm-hmm. about the daughter-in-law, the wife, the mum. It was never about yourself. So now I just think if people started thinking about themselves, put themselves first. Yeah. As in, you look after your health because I say that to all my family, and they th- they say their answer to that is, yeah, because your kids are growing up now, you can say this. I said, mm-hmm. no, it's not that. I said, I wish I had done this twenty-five years ago. If I'd looked after myself from day one. You know, I wouldn't have had to do all this. You know, I could look after myself and my family. Yeah. You know, I said, I don't want to... Go on, go on, sir. I said, I "I don't want to be in the situation where I'm relying on somebody else to take care of me. Like, when I had my surgery, for nine weeks, my uh, my right arm was strapped. Sorry, eight weeks, it was strapped 24-7. I used to have to wait for my husband to come back from work to help me with everything. I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't dress without anybody. I I needed help with food, everything. I just couldn't do nothing myself because my arm was strapped in a sling for eight weeks. And I was like, no, I don't want to be in that situation. I don't want to rely on anybody. That if I'm fit and healthy, I can look after myself, then, you know, then I'm okay. I'm happy. Yeah. The worst thing, I think the worst thing is like relying on somebody for, it doesn't matter whether it be your husband or your kids, because they'll do it for a week, two weeks. And after that, you know what? They get fed up. You do mm. get fed up. You, think, you know what? How long are you going to do it for? Mm. Yes. Yeah having yeah having that agency because it's like it's things you can do for yourself and when that's the tricky thing for other people they won't understand it to the extent where they can do it so it's like well why can't you do it it's like sure if you have one hand strapped up maybe you should be able to do it it's like no you don't actually you can't feel what i'm going through trying to execute day-to-day living um so it's a very tricky thing especially when you haven't been through it but um, what you say is so important because it's something I tell my clients as well, especially the ones who have kids. I'm like, look, if you take care of yourself, you're better at taking care of everybody else. Exactly. Because you, what you're doing is you kind of, if you're not healthy yourself, you you, you kind of, you, you're in the reserves of your cup and you're trying to fill everybody else's cup when you've got nothing left in yours. Whereas yeah. if you start to fill your cup and, you know, that starts to overflow, then yeah, you've got plenty to give to everybody else. You know, so you want to fill your cup and then you can fill everybody else's. Otherwise, it's always a struggle. You're always redlining it. I think, it, I think it's an Asian mentality as well. It's like my mum would yeah. always say, she's, you know, your life after marriage is your husband, your kids. You have to put mm. them first. I said, mum, it's fine putting them first. But if you're not fit and well in yourself, you can't put them first. Yeah. So you have to take care of yourself first. Yeah. But they don't, they don't get that. And this is what they're drilling yeah. to you all the while. No, you've got yeah. to look after your family. You've got to look after your kids. Yes, you are. We are looking after our family, looking after our kids. But we're looking after ourselves first. Mm-hmm. This is what people need to realize. They need to look after themselves. If they are well, mm-hmm. their family will be well. Yep. You know, people say to me, it's easier for you to say now. I said, no, it's not easier for me to say now. I said, if I had known what I know now 20 years ago, I would have done this then. Mm-hmm. That's, a, yes. that's, that's, that's think, such an important point, right? With, with imagine, imagine you going into your first pregnancy and then afterwards having the right aftercare and then after that having the right advice on diet, having the right advice on how to sleep well and, 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 and breathe well and sort your body out. How much easier would the next two subsequent pregnancies have been? How much less a weight have they, would they have put on your body? How much less a weight would that have put on your family? And the dominoes just keep falling. You know what I mean? That that's, that's such an important point. <laughs> so fired up, his headphones fell out. <laughs> like, so I just pulled my headphones out. Yeah, so, yeah exactly. <laughs> Apologize if any of you got deafened by that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just 
the, the the thought the thought that everyone can just carry on the way people have carried on beforehand. It's like it's like somebody going up to a barbell and being like, "Oh, I can lift it. Why can't you lift it?" Mm. So well, I'm not made like you. I've not been. I've not done what you've done. It's it's not the same. You know what I mean? Take exactly. each individual and give them as much support as they need. And if they can run with it, cool, great. But yeah, it's it's uh, like you said, that Asian mentality. Exactly. Yeah, it's um, you know that's I think that's a big one uh, is breaking because what you've done is kind of breaking the stereotype as well. You know, it's like you're breaking a lot of like what culture like the culture is kind of put on um, uh, Asian women, especially of like you know, your generation as well. So what did that feel like? Like knowing that you were actually doing something for yourself, which in the wider sphere of your inf of your social circle would probably be looked at as like you know what the hell is she doing why is she doing that and not taking care of the family or whatever it might be do you know i don't think it was i think because of the timing and because of the lockdown it mm. was never like that i think that sort of right. worked in my yeah, favor <laughs> yeah because it so you didn't have to think about all that stuff no 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 yeah. no i don't i think i think my, my family is very supportive very supportive mm. and so uh, uh, even my mother-in-law, she was like, you know, yeah, you know what? It, it's good to you have to lose weight. You know, it's it's good for you because she she could see how much pain I was in all the, or every day I was in pain. Every day I was complaining about something or another, and uh, you know, now before I think, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll go to the gym or I'll go for a walk or I'll do this. But now I, I should think about it. You know what? Yeah, I have to do this or I have to do this. Now it's like you get up in the morning. Oh, you know what? Since January, I've never had a lie-in. Like Sunday morning, I would never get out of bed before half ten. Never, ever. Yeah. Now, eight o'clock, I'm training or I'm out for a walk. Doesn't matter yeah, what really. the weather is, right? And I'm yeah. out of bed and like that walk. No, you've been for a walk? Yeah, yeah. Been training? Yeah. Okay. Because before everybody gets up, I've already been out and, and back again. So I just feel like, I feel like I don't have to prove anything to anybody, but just to myself that I can do this. And then I get constantly get people saying to me, right, you have achieved what you wanted to. What now? Mm. Like, what do you mean I've achieved what I wanted to? I said, there isn't there isn't any going back. Mm. This is this is the way forward. This is how I want to live. Mm. You know, my husband every now and again he'll say to me, he goes, you know, I really miss. I goes, what's that then? He goes, opening your drawers and finding Kit Kat and Mars bars and chocolate. <laughs> he goes, no, there's nothing there. Yeah. Oh, he goes, oh, but I don't eat them. He goes, well, I do. <laughs> yeah, but you shouldn't. They're not good for you. Yeah. Yeah, because that's why I don't buy them, because they're not good for you. He goes, I really miss that. And you know, at work, my friend used to say, she'd say, Sam, before you used to open your bag, there was always like chocolates, crisps, cakes coming out. Now there's apples, bananas and oranges. She goes, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> and for a while they started following me as well they would people at work they would stop eating um they stopped eating sweets and chocolates and wow. they started eating healthy as well but then like, you know what how long for yeah you only live once <laughs> i said yeah but yeah, you why would you once. Live healthy you know what why yeah. would you want to i, I said oh, whatever you yeah, know what like is that you only live once so yeah take care of yourself right exactly. this is what i did out of the sun yeah yeah whatever you know what it's before i actually like try and explain to people now i like you said the last week when you were on about yeah. we're sitting in that restaurant and people were talking about uh mm, what's broccoli. you know yeah what's good for you with this oh, time right. and yeah, now yeah. i just think you know what people don't 
if they don't want to know, then that's up to them. There's plenty of ways to go find out what, what you should and shouldn't do, what's good for you, what's not. But if you're not interested, if you don't want to know, nobody exactly. can help you. You know exactly. what? You've got to get the right mindset. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. You've got to want to help yourself exactly. first. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's powerful. That's, that's really interesting, Sam. And then in terms of mindset, this is something that we talk about all the time. We talk about how you never fixated on the number on the scales. You never fixated on on um, the look in the mirror. I mean, obviously, that, that stuff starts to be a, a, like kind of a measure. Sometimes we look in the mirror and we see changes or whatever. But for you, it was all about how your body felt. And this, is, this kind of ties into the question I asked you earlier about strength and uh, kind of feeling capable and having the actual... Because I think what you've developed along the way in, in, in some ways is the strength to get up and walk, the, the mm-hmm. strength to move out of pain. Because the, there's... Uh, uh, Maybe G can talk about the, the the science behind it a little bit more, but having a, a structure in the body which is more stable then leads to less reliance on other joints and other structures to be affected, and that will eventually hopefully downregulate the nervous system, move you away from pain, which then allows you to take take advantage of your own your musculature you are developing to to move more and more and more. And, and like I had a really amazing moment. Uh, at the gym and I, they won't hit you as hard as it hit me but it hit me super hard seeing you seeing you running on the treadmill was like look at this look at this hero right now just 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 running just like and and when i first met you sam i mean i'm seeing you on the tread on the um cross trainer um yeah it was it was it was seeing a person on a cross trainer who looked who looked working out hard but <laughs> But seeing you going through, but training with you, going through the entire process with you, knowing how much pain you've been in, knowing how remedial sometimes these workouts have had to be, um, and then looking at the rest of my clients and kind of kind of putting it across the board, there was you've come such a long way, like such a long way in terms of just. I feel being it as stronger. well, though. I I, yeah. I feel yeah. like I've come a long way. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Short, such a short period of time. We were talking about yesterday. I kind of you you were saying kind of, oh, it's been it's been a year. But really, a year is nothing. I mean, it's a, it's a couple, a couple of hundred days. I mean, that's that's yeah. in, in in span of span of our whole lives, right? It's absolutely nothing. You've totally just started pushing all dog, yeah. Everything just completely the other way around. Right? I just think this is this is this is such a massive change. It makes me super happy to see that. Yeah, that's what yeah. people say. Because, well, why are you still training with your PT? Why? I said, what do you mean, why? Yeah, no, but you don't why need not? to now. You, and I said, yeah. why not? I said, but the thing is, I said I train, and I know. I'm not doing this right if I'm not guided. So as I've seen him once or twice a week, you know, he t- if I'm doing something wrong, he'll tell me this is, you know, this is how you do it. I said, I need to know how to train properly. I said, I don't want to hurt myself. Hmm. You know what I mean? You know, you, you can do an exercise where you think you're doing it right, but you're not. Hmm. I said, I need, I feel that I'm not where, I'm not there yet where I can just train on my own and say, right, you know what, this is right. Hmm. You know, I feel hmm. confident doing this on my own. No, I said, well, I'm, I'm happy, you know, just training once or twice a week with him, and then rest of the week, I just do. I just plod along. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's another thing to look at is that you told me the other day that maybe we, I think we're done fifty sessions, fifty just just over fifty sessions. Six, I think. Okay, okay, and that yeah. I was across across between January and now, and largely it's been like one to two a week. Sometimes with long breaks in between. Sometimes kind of in less than ideal situations, like at the track where we have no equipment. And we had to kind of adapt the workout based on based on yourself, um, and then having to to make things fit with, with a less than ideal situation, right? Um, 
at the same time, you've managed to move forward so much. And I think that's that's 100% down to your attitude. Like just a, a can-do spirit just to be like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah, I can do this. Yeah, I can do that. Do you I, know what? I, I think it's that. like, I feel like I don't want to fail. I just, I want to, mm. I don't know. I guess I want you to be proud of me, I guess. Seeing right, you know mm. what? This is Sam. This is my client and she's done so well. I just read, maybe make you proud of who, wh- where I am, you know? Hundred percent, a hundred percent. We that's, have that's trained, it. you know what? We have trained in construction sites. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've trained anywhere and everywhere. Amazing, hundred percent, hundred percent. Just goes to show, it doesn't matter where you are, who you are, what your situation is. You can get the result you're looking for. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, considering we had lockdown from March till August. Mm-hmm. End of July, whatever, and then again. But we still, we still carried on. You know what? Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll do what we can. Mm-hmm. So carry on eating healthy. And I was yeah, such a yeah. fussy eater at the beginning. It was like, Sam, yeah, you oh, <laughs> I don't eat this. Yeah, it's like without even trying it. I don't have this sweet potato. Ew, who eats sweet potato? No, I don't. <laughs> now it's like every week. And blueberries. Yeah. Uh, who eats blueberries? <laughs> now I've actually said to my father-in-law, I said, because mm. he does a lot. Of I said, um. So, Dad, will you grow blueberries? He's like, yeah. So he's ordered three different types of blueberries that he's going to oh, plant, and he's got amazing. sweet potato. He's going to grow. I said, well, you grow potatoes. Why don't you nice. grow sweet potato? That's healthier. He's like, okay. Yeah. So he's got that. So I was like, yeah, he's got own <laughs> organic fruit and veg. Amazing, love that. Yeah. that actually, I think I think that'd be a cool thing to speak about as well. Is like that transition from not being somebody who cooked and ate completely different food to what you do now. What was that transition like for you to make that adjustment? Was it like, because uh, like the two ends of it is, like, okay, it was really, really difficult. I did it little by little. Or I was like, you know what? I know how important this is. I'm all in. I'm going to do it. What, 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 was, uh, what was that it transition was just like for you? Straight. I just said, right, you know what? I'm just going to go mm. do it straight. It, there was no, because Uma said, he goes, you can do it slowly. I said, no, there's no mm. slowly about it. If I'm going to do it, I'm just going to do it now. That's yeah. it. So I've not, had, I've not had bread since January. No roti, no nothing. And I learned how to cook wow. corn flour chapatis. Yep. So, I mean, they're not the easiest things to make, but yeah, I've learned how <laughs> yeah. to make those. And I make them with like all the veggies in and everything. So yep. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. I said to my dad, I said, dad, when I come to London, I'll make those for you. And uh, he's like, yeah, if your mom lets you in the kitchen. <laughs> I said, that's okay. Come to Leicester, I'll cook for you in Leicester. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, honestly, that, that, that's how you've been from the start, Sam. I mean, I, mm. I'm i always a bit very much aware around food because training is where you kind of give yourself to me in terms of training. You say, okay, right, well, I, I don't know what I'm doing training-wise. People are much, much, much more willing to let me steer the ship when it comes to training, right? But food, when we talked about it before, G, we talked about how mm. it's an institution from such an earlier age, especially with our culture. Our culture is just food and, and culture are like, the, the best mates right and um especially especially with with um certain kinds of food certain times of eating celebrations it, there's so many so many times where food is just like it, it, it's one they're, they're just together the whole time so breaking that connection is is, is difficult you know at the best of times but the, the easiest thing you did was just like you just abandoned it straight off the bat and in that sense it was e- it was easy to work with you in one sense because you just said look whatever you tell me to do i'll try and do it and where you where you couldn't or where you didn't know what to do, you found the solution. You worked around it. You found an alternative. You started cooking yourself. You took you took the ownership of it yourself. Which is as a, as a trainer, it's like you can't ask for anything more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, like um, 
to speak to that actually, what I found out recently as well is that constraint of a non-negotiable contract you made with yourself, the room, it actually gives you more energy to focus on the things you need to execute for your goal. Because say you have a little bit of friction where you're like, okay, I want to do this thing, but you know, this could happen or that could happen or this could happen. You're wasting time and resources and energy thinking about all these potential outcomes and um, not actually executing the thing you need to do. And whereas if you, like you've kind of done, is like non-negotiable, I'm just going to go in and I'm going to follow through with this. Because you set yourself that rule, it frees you up from worrying about all the other stuff and change becomes easier. Mm-hmm. So you don't and and like physically as well in your brain it actually becomes easier for you to adapt to the changes that you're making because you've got this rule where you're like i've just got to do this and uh, and so it's it's actually really interesting because i've literally i've just been learning brown (laughs) i've just been reading about this and uh about this over the week as well in terms of uh, our brain responses to how it responds to our environment and one of the things is yeah, set yourself, a, if you're looking for, to make a change, set yourself a goal which you is non-negotiable for you so that uh, it makes, it gives you a little bit less friction to reach it because then you're not thinking about, oh, maybe I could, maybe I should think about this, maybe I should think about that. No, no, I've got this rule, I'm going to do it. And it actually makes change easier in in this strange sort of way. You know, actually, that constraint actually makes it easier. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. I, I mm-hmm. definitely think you did that, Sam. There's, there's, there's been there's been times when I've had to check in on you with food and be like, are you eating enough? Are you making sure you're having mm. having um, at least this kind of this amount on your plate or whatnot? But in terms of it being healthy, I never really worry that you're kind of going the wrong way because I, th- I think in a way you've had so much damage done to you by foods that are pissing your body off or causing inflammation or making your joints hurt that now you're just like, no, this isn't this is just genuinely not what I want to give to myself. Would you just think that? Because I think it's, mm. you know, the amount of pain I was in, like I said, waking up in the middle of the night, waking up at two in the morning, having tablets because I couldn't sleep. I literally, mm. you know, I used to wake up with pain. There was times I couldn't put my foot on the floor because as soon as I'd get out of bed, my feet, my feet hurt that much. I couldn't, they wouldn't touch the floor. They're like, you know, I'm in so much pain. What do I do? Yeah, go to the hospital. Get, get insoles made for your shoes. Get this, get, I had actually had steroid injections in my heels, wow. you know, in my toes. I'm like, no, I can't be doing with this. You know, I just can't mm. be doing with this. What so kind of diagnosis did you get for all those kinds of ailments? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Right. Nothing. It's just, oh, they just say, say, oh, it's arthritis. I said, it's not arthritis. I know it's arthritis. Mm. No, it's just, yeah, you got a calcium deposit in your shoulder. You got calcium deposit in your hip. That's all. Oh. I was like, I've never heard of calcium deposit in your hip. And they goes, yeah, you've got that. You've had a scan and that's what's showing up. Mm. okay that's fine you know what i'll deal with it they just said i painkillers like i went to the doctors in august because for like six weeks my foot was um really numb i was getting pins and needles in my toes mm. no pain just pins and needles and i still have it so i went to the doctors i said well i've got pins and needles on my toes i don't know what's causing it but it's like my whole foot's going numb and that's not normal and do you know what she said she gave she gave me painkillers anti-inflammatories i said i'm not in pain she said, no, 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 you need to take these. I said, why do I need to take these? No, because they bring the inflammation down. I said, well, how do you know it's inflammation? I've got pins and needles in my toes. Mm. So she gave me all these tablets. I said, well, you know what, forget it. I'm not having these tablets, Fill it, it'll be fine. I just have to train my way out of this somehow. That's yeah. it, that's it. Yeah, you, know, the, the, you can. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, that, that instance, I'd say was one 
one time along this whole process where something's kind of gone and just flown up a little flag and just said, okay, well, this this is going this is going to come out of the wash, which is going to happen. I can't I can't count the amount of times where I've gone through training or gone through just life in general where something just all of a sudden starts to malfunction a little bit. And that's that's just kind of part of the course. You're pushing your body. You're doing things that you haven't done before. And things are obviously going to come out of the wash in weird ways. But it almost shows the the um, the shallowness of an answer from from sometime from like health where you could go to for our answers, healthcare profession where obviously they look after a lot of people. But at the same time, it what I I'm not trying to I'm not trying to say that they're not adequately equipped. I'm just trying to say that we as PTs, this is this is a call to action. You know, what I mean, this is why we need to. We need to tie it to my t-shirt. I've got to show you my t-shirt today. So it says, oh, because, because superhero ain't an official job title. <laughs> right. Just to start um, writing superhero on your business card now, man. That's it, man. That's it. <laughs> so my, my, my other client's Nick. Um, shout out to Nick. And it, it's a call to action for us to, to align ourselves with what what the health service needs us to be. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they, they keep people alive, right? But we help them evolve, achieve, and thrive, right? That's that's. Yeah. That's a hundred percent where we need to place ourselves in in the. Uh, <laughs> let's go, let's go. Where where we need to place ourselves in the landscape because we can't do it without them because we don't know how to do what they do. But we can definitely advise someone like Sam, someone like Amy, someone like like Raminda on the podcast about the the, the nuances that we can control in our day to day lives that are going to help us move forward. Right. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Go go uh, go into go into training for me, Sam. Like you you talked earlier a little bit about about feeling feeling maybe comfortable in the gym with cardio equipment, but not feeling at all comfortable with weights. But have we done any cardio since we've been together? We've been training together. No, never. No. <laughs> Do you know when I when I first started training, it was like it was always on the gym floor, and it was just about body weight and everything, I was thinking, this mm. is this is easy, this is a piece of cake, this is. But then <laughs> then you realize that what it was, it was like the groundwork for where he wants to see you in the future. Mm-hmm. As in like, you know, if you do this, this and this, you can do it even easier with weights, where, where come the time using weights and doing that, yeah, it'd be easier. And I should think, oh, you know what, I can do this, this is simple, this is not easy, this is not difficult at all. You know, doing dead bugs and doing all this, and yeah, this is, this is all right, this is okay. Like, this is this training's piece of cake. I can do this, but me start adding weights to stuff. I think, yeah, you know what? This is what he was getting at. Strengthening, <laughs> strengthening you up. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But slowly, just scaling up, right? That's that's. Yeah. But the thing is, thing thing with like I see trainers in the gym. They just mm-hmm. you know the people come in and they say, right, go in this machine, do this for ten minutes. Go in this machine, do this for ten minutes. Do this, but. They don't. They don't tell you what it what it is for. What, you know what you're doing. You know what what you, what you can get out of it. It's mm. just you know you go on the machine and you do this. But with Umar, it was always about starting at the bottom and building your way to the top. And mm. it's like yeah, you know what you've got to do this. This you're doing this because it helps you with your core. It helps you with this. Help you with that. So you know why you're doing this. But the, when I see PTs in the gym, I'm thinking, why are these people? Why aren't they asking questions? They're just mm. they're paying these guys. Why aren't they? Why aren't they asking questions that, you know, I just go, yeah, I just do pull downs. Yeah, do 30 pull downs. Yeah. Or go on the treadmill for 20 minutes. But why? Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make, doesn't make much sense. Doesn't, doesn't, no, it doesn't. Sense I mean, I'm sure you must have seen a lot of PTs in the gym that just get their clients to go on the cardio machines. Yeah, you know what? 
that's 20 minutes of there, five minutes of there, 10 minutes of there, that's your hour done. Off you go. Too many, too many. There, is, there isn't a worse offence as a personal trainer yeah. to see another personal trainer standing with their client on the treadmill. And I mean, yeah. it's just, uh, yeah, you, you, you can't forgive that. That's, right. that's like one of the one of the three unforgivable curses in Harry Potter. It's like personal trainer standing next to their client, next to their client on a treadmill. Like, no, you're out. You got you got you got to hand in your level three, get out the door. Yeah. See you later. That's the worst. That's and the thing is, when they see people doing training wrong, like the amount of times me and them I see people and they're training and they're training wrong, and we know they're going to get hurt if they carry on doing that. Yeah. Mm. Why why do they do it? Why don't why don't they the people that work at the gym? Why don't they say to them, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. Sam, this, this ties back into like, so you joined the gym for a reason, right? You were in pain. You were in pain. You were referred from your surgeon, from your physiotherapist. But there's not a system in place to say, okay, this is, this is member 3065, right? She is a case that's been referred to us from a hospital. She has this problem wrong with her. This is what we, we need to ask her about when she comes in. Maybe check in on her week two and make sure that she's doing her exercise. And if she has any issues, maybe how can we follow in with her? How can we help her? The institution just isn't there. You know what I mean? The people that run these places are like, TJ said it when he, when he was on the podcast. He said that the guy that was running a gym that we used to work at was a, was a, a, um, a manager at River Island. It's like, okay, cool. Like you, I'm sure you were good at managing stocks on t-shirts, but like, these are human beings. These are human mm. beings like with, exactly. with joints and nervous systems and, <laughs> and, and, and dodgy sleeping patterns and relationships. And this is what you need to be qualified for. You know what I mean? Like the people that are running, uh, these establishments, they haven't got a clue. And then, right. and it's, it's sad because really they, it's an easy profession to get into. Right. I mean, like how easy is it right now to go on to indeed and apply for a a gym trainer position or even an assistant manager and then slowly work your way up by hitting KPIs. It's like, this is not a business. This is a human being care, care facility. You know what I mean? This is, this is how we need to see this. Don't stop looking at the bottom line. And, mm -hmm. and but, but the, but the, the funny thing is, is that I know one another thing that TJ, TJ said when he was on the podcast is like, by looking at the person, the bottom line will look after itself. I mean, just don't yeah. worry about, don't worry about, don't make that the, the only thing because by doing that, you void, your attention toward the actual thing that's going to keep your business moving forward. The person, mm -hmm. the, 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 yeah. the, the member that's just walked in with the dodgy shoulder, have, have a bit more awareness around her and she's never going to go she's, because she's going to, she's going to understand more about it. She's going to value it, which is what you're saying right now. And rather, but rather what, what you're doing right now is you're, you've come to a place of understanding, which is better than half the PTs in, the, in that place, more than half of them. And you're now looking at the other people and thinking, wow, you guys are all, doing this you're spending money and, and oh shit like you, you're not going to move forward you're going to get hurt in time you're going to be where i was a year ago but you're going to be there in two years time and the cycle just continues and that's just one gym where we've got thousands across the country that some are doing it great some are doing it amazing but some are doing it very very badly you know what i mean so this this is this is unfortunately the the state of play but but we can uh, we can slowly work to change that yeah yeah that's right preach brother keep bringing up the standards <laughs> yeah, try it right try it that, that yeah, fight, exactly. fight a good fight and that's that kind exactly. of leads into leads into you meant you kind of put, touched on your name but we'll go into the name in a second uh hmm. we actually no G, you go you go with the go with the name what what's what's the what's the learning been about this week learning man is just not stopping it's not stopping yeah. it just keep, <laughs> keeps it's uh it, but yeah it just it feels great you know it's like every time you learn something new my brain just goes <laughs> and it just uh, it, it just becomes a bigger sponge so it just makes me ask more questions i learn something i'm like okay i've got three questions off the back of that what does that mean but um 
yeah, like, uh, I mean, I could go on and on, but it's just a lot, a lot of stuff is, um, I'm quite fascinated by brain function, neuroscience and stuff because of the influence it has on our, essentially the nervous system governs our, our body and, uh, and governs what happens in our body. So if we can tap into that at the, uh, at the highest level, then we can make a lot of change in the rest of our, uh, in the rest of our body. And especially when it comes to movement, what you're actually trying to do when you're, you know, improving your squat or improving your uh, balance uh, is actually teaching the nervous system to be more comfortable with telling the body to make these movements. So you always want to have that brain body link and, you know, um, like Sam, you'll probably know this now as well from like kind of being in the gym and just kind of like going at it, but not having a focus. But now you focus and mm-hmm. how much of a difference that's made to how much control you have over your body. So in the space of like you know, a short period of time of um, like first few months of working with Umar versus the previous 14 months, how different your body feels, let alone looks. Mm-hmm. Um, that is all about the focused attention that you place on um, getting good at a particular set of skills, which is the movements that you make for your body and then building strength and function uh, further and further and further on top of that. So the things I've been learning about is just very much about how you know the brain perceives your environment, how it shapes itself um, based on the things that you expose yourself to. And um, so, you know, if in our in our world, that means if you don't move very well, then your brain doesn't understand how to create good quality movement. And, you know, then you get shoulder pain and you get knee pain and you get hip pain and all those kinds of things, um, like way further down the line. But then, you know, if you keep that circuitry alive or if you retrain it so that you are waking it up again, then you don't have shoulder pain, you don't have hip pain, you don't have knee pain, all those uh, things, you know, all the kinds of elements that you were complaining about. So those are, those are the kinds of things is keeps me keeps me jacked up and then yeah getting to the end of uh, prescript as well with jordan shallows and um yeah so it's like week 16 has just gone by but i've just finished the week 14 lecture you're going to jump on week 15 lecture later on and um yeah man it's just i just yeah it's something i value highly is to keep learning it keeps me jacked up and keeps me performing well and just loving life (laughs) (laughs) love it love it what do you what do you you think to that sam in terms of in terms of learning in terms of your your level of knowledge around your body when you started to now what would you say on that what i say on that i think you you're never too old to learn because i you know honestly i i thought sam someone say say that one more time say that one more time please never too old to learn (laughs) never too old to learn (laughs) no you're not you know because it's important for people to hear it coming from you as well not just me and umar it is you're never too old to learn honestly you know it I think women, I mean, even I, I used to think, you know what, well, I've done what I want to in my life. I, you know, I've mm-hmm. been married for so long. I've got kids. My kids are, you know, older now. I'm fine. You know, I don't need to learn anything. But no, you know what, there's more to life. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah. can, cause honestly, you know, you, he's inspired me so much. Umar's inspired me so much. I actually want to start, learn to be a PT. I want, I want to be a PT. I'm yeah. thinking, because you're actually changing people's lives, you know. It, yep. It's so inspiring. I mean, the amount of, people that ask me you know questions and I, I look at them I think well I'm not qualified to answer these questions for you but I, you know they, they'll say to me oh there's somebody at work every morning I walk into work and they're like Sam 
मेरे लिए डाइट चार्ट बना दे For anybody listening who doesn't understand what was just said, that was like make me make me a diet double time, quick time. So I look at him and I said to him, I said, well, I said I can't make you. I'm not qualified to do a diet chart for you. I said, well, you know, you need to stop eating the stuff you eat. You, Asian people, it's like fried food galore. You know, it's every day they're having fried food. They're having all this sweet stuff. I said, you need to cut that rubbish that you're eating. But we don't eat that. I said, "Yes, you do." I said, "What did you have for?" You know, there's a lady. She'll she'll say to me every day. She'll say, "Sam, you're not telling me. You're not telling me your secret." I said, "What secret? There is no secret." I said, "I thought everybody from day one, all I've done is train and eat healthy. That is all I've done. I've not done anything. I actually got accused of taking drugs. Would you believe for losing weight? Somebody said to me, "Oh, I won't say who." Somebody had said that goes. Right. This sounds better in Punjabi, so I'll explain English after. Yeah. Enna par dawaiya khade bina ni kaat sakda. Ene koi goliya khadiya ya. Which basically means you can't lose that much weight by um, uh, just training yeah, and yeah, eating yeah. healthy. You must have had some form of drugs or something. Yeah. And, and, and it, it was quite that that insulting, <laughs> actually. It was at the yeah. time it was quite insulting, and I thought to myself, <laughs> drugs? Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Why? Why would it's bad? People are that far removed, so far um, removed from what's yeah, actually I'm... possible, just by just by mm. looking after your damn body. Like exactly. this is what a healthy person looks like. It's not what a drug yeah. looks like, for God's sake. Like this is Honestly. this is. <laughs> and it was like I was like shocked. What... I was actually shocked when I heard. I was like, yeah. and it was said to my face. It wasn't like somebody didn't say it behind <laughs> yeah. my back. It was actually said Brilliant. to my face. <laughs> and, I, and I just I just nodded my head. I went, okay, fine. Yeah. But it goes to like we talked about. I think last week we were as well. Like it, you know, it goes to absconding your responsibility for what's possible as well. Because you see somebody who's at a level where the achievement looks like it's beyond reach, mm. and it's so high. And uh, but then you break it down for someone. You're like, yeah, I trained and I ate healthy from day one. You're like, no, nah, that's a lie. Because you don't mm. want to believe that what it takes is hard work. And you don't want to believe that what it takes is consistent effort. But that's it. If that's you want to know any secret to anything, is that consistent effort? Exactly. Yeah, so what you're seeing is compounding interest, right? Yeah. She's she just that's it. placing it in the bank every day, going, going, mm-hmm. going, 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 going. And this, this, we talked about this, like this wow factor that that Amy was mm-hmm. like, she looks amazing. She looks amazing. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, because she's not stopped for the last. At the time, seven months, right? Seven months. It was it was just consistent, and now obviously not not that you've stopped since then. You've you've carried on going, and 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 where where people might not see it see a visual change now, what you're doing is you're engineering a much deeper level connection with with your hips, for instance, with your core. Like the the, the strength in your core now is night and day difference. Watching you squat now and keeping your ribcage above your pelvis and doing it like a boss. It's just like mm. this is this is this is this is this is so much um so so much a higher level of skill happening through the body that somebody somebody will just look at you and be like they wouldn't be able to decipher this but only through watching you train watching you move and knowing that this is going to look after you for years to come then you start to quantify how much work you've actually done you know what i mean like that that's that's the you're only scratching the surface when you look at weight loss but still people people like you said they they there's no there's no awareness around what a little bit of consistency can actually do. Mm-hmm. So powerful, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That's amazing. We uh, <laughs> get accused of being on drugs. That's that's. Oh, I, I, that's I, I, hilarious. I just <laughs> you know I was in shock. I just nodded my head. I went no. <laughs> you know that's that's fully a comp- that's such a compliment uh, for yeah. me. That's like, that's a great compliment. That literally I was talking about it. It happened to me the other week as well. Somebody I hadn't seen for a while. He's like, what have you been doing? You've been taking like some like taking some Adovar and like plugging in like you know taking these performance enhancement drugs like, oh thanks buddy <laughs> like, like, oh that that's how much of a change it looks like i've made since i last seen you i feel good about that <laughs> yeah man <laughs> yeah. so basically this is not achieve- this is not achievable so you must yeah. have done something crazy yeah yeah exactly I think it's, anything's achievable you, you know put your mind to it you can do anything you really can mm-hmm. you know yeah. for somebody who can't cook and now thinks that she's a master chef although i'm not master yeah. chef but yeah <laughs> I've got to say that. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, that's what matters. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Go on, go on, Jake. No, that's it. It's like you're a master chef of your own world. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, that's, that's all that matters, you know. And yeah. it's, um, yeah, you just, yeah, you're becoming a master of your own world in many ways. It's like master chef in, like, in the kitchen, like for your own health, for movement as well, so you feel confident. Like you're going to get to, because, you know, you're going to get to like 75 you're still going to be and you're going to be able to squat you know and you're still going to yeah you're still going to be able to you know carry that strength over and you're actually going to you still like you know for as long as you work with umar at least you still you're definitely going to get stronger i know that so there's there's so much power in knowing that you will have that freedom of movement and that capability when you're older when so many people around us um and i see it from like my parents and um and their peers just people just breaking down you know it's yeah. it's 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 yeah it's not good it's it's not a good place to be and you know that asian people of... have this have this thing sorry um my mom she's got rheumatoid arthritis mm. and she's been suffering for years mm. and it's and my sister she's she's in constant pain all the time the amount of drugs she takes to go to sleep it's not even funny wow. you know she's and now she's she's training a lot more and there was my sister was yeah. always really skinny and you know but now about about 5 years ago we went to India and she was bigger than I was and that's never yeah. happened. And, you know, cause yeah. she was in so much medication because of the pain she was in. And now she's like, we're up at three or four in the morning. She's at the gym at five in the morning, every single day. She goes, I try to go at least five yeah. times a week. And she has a PT. She's always training. And she goes, I'm slowly coming off all these painkillers that I'm on, mm. not taking as many as I was because my mum, cause she's got arthritis. It was like, Oh yeah, it's hereditary. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. Hmm. No, it's not. Hmm. If you look after your body and you know, look after you, your body, what you're eating and everything, you, no, you don't have to get what your mum's got. Hmm. And it was always about, yeah, you know what, her mum's got it, that's why she's got it, her sister's got it. No, it's not that. Yeah. It's how you look after your body. So I, thought, I don't exactly. want to be in the situation that my mum's in right now because my mum's hmm. in a lot of pain. And, you know, it, and they're, they're mum and dad, they're old, they're on their own. Well, actually, no, she's not that old, but she's because of all the health issues that she's got. You know, she's like, you know, they're on their own and they're like, I'm in a lot of pain, I'm a lot of medication, always backwards and forwards to the hospital, always doctors. And I thought, I don't want to be in that state. I, you know, when I get to her age, mm. I don't want to be in that situation. Mm. So, that's you know, you have to do something about it now. 100%. Yeah, and you feel that's, that, that's such a, a mainstay in our culture where people, mm. um, they don't believe they can change. They don't believe no. because, because they, they, they just look to the previous generation. And this, yeah. I think this is a, this is a case that stems from the conversations that happen in our households. Oh and yeah, they're, they're so. Like, I remember picking up on this when I was really young. Like everyone just talks about everyone. 
Like it's so bad, right? Obviously, this is this this this, this is everyone knows this, right? I'm not, I'm not kind of like shining, pulling the curtain off the Asian world. Like everyone knows that when you go to someone else's house, they're talking about these people. They're they're talking about those people. They're talking about their daughter, and they're talking about their son, and how we didn't do this, and how we got married, and then six months later he's divorced. It's like, can we just move the hell on? Like, can we? And and that that permeates through to our eating, to our health, to our doctors' relationship with our doctors, and and how oh i've got to have hip surgery and i've got to have a knee surgery and i'm gonna have this and i'm gonna have that it's it's so toxic because it just it just pulls the next generation in and the ones who aren't strong enough at, like you are to see you know like I'm, I'm half of half i think not half of it but 90 percent of it is just believing that you don't want to be that way no, and then being like, I'm going to find an answer. Because I, I fully believe that if you hadn't run into me, you still would have been etching your way toward finding an answer. Whether you whether you had found it early enough or whatever, I don't know. I think but I would have given up on the gym by now. Yeah, Honestly, mm-hmm. I would have. Because I've done this before. In, I think mm-hmm. it was 2002. And mm-hmm. there was a gym. Uh, I actually really like going to it. And I'd finish work at quarter past one. And I'd be at the gym at half one. And I would train for 45 minutes, come home, pick the kids up from school. And I actually love going every day, five days a week, I'd go there. And then I lost weight then. I did it for about six, eight months. And after that, it was back to normal again. I thought, you know what, I can't be bothered to go. That gym closed and then I can't be bothered to find another one. And then it was back to normal, back to eating unhealthy. Like I said, I, I was eating, I was having burgers and pizzas every week. Because even though I was at the gym, I said, you know what, it's it's fine. I've trained. I can go have a burger, mm. you know. Mm. I used to love, I've always loved pizza. I've always loved pizza. Now, my lot would order a pizza and I would just sit there happily making my food. And my husband's like, don't you want any? Nah, I don't eat that stuff. Mm. No. So like, oh, I'm happy not eating it. He goes, all the McDonald's that you ate over the years. Yeah, I've been there, done that. No, yeah. don't want it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like... We, we talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast in, in terms of saving um, special occasions or birthdays or like times in the year where, yeah, you are going to enjoy a bit more food. Like, for instance, Diwali just last weekend. Um, last weekend? Yeah, last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. And um, like Eid for us like, is times of the year where we just think, yeah, you know what? We can, we can, we can enjoy uh, traditional food and, and enjoy time with the family. But people just let that permeate into everyday life and it's like no yeah. this stuff is not good for you on a daily basis you know you can't you can't like G was saying it last week having a cheeseburger at 3am in the morning it's 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 never going to sit well with our human human <laughs> without human at any kind of level yeah. you know what I mean because it, it's just not designed for that but this is where the overindulgence in um in things that are available to us just flood our way of life it's, it's not mm-hmm. good enough yeah yeah we have to be a lot more conscious we're just in an yeah. environment where we have to be a lot more conscious. So, yeah, it forces us to learn more about ourselves. Definitely. You know, people would say, you know, they would offer you a sweet or a chocolate. They goes, one isn't going to harm you. I said, I know it's not going to harm me, but if I have one, then think, you know what? Yeah, I'll have another one. What's that? What the hell? Yeah, I'll have another yeah. one. What the hell? Yeah, you know, it's fine. One a day is fine. It's not fine. Mm. It's not yeah. fine. They're like, yeah, but, you know, you used to. I said, yeah, I used to do a lot of wrong things. Doesn't mean I'm going to carry on doing them. And now I know that was wrong. Doesn't mean I'm going to carry on doing them. You know, I said, you know, I've learned that you know this, this stuff's not good for me. Mm. Yeah, but you know what? It's 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 okay. It's fine. It didn't do. It won't do you any harm. So well, that's mm. for me to decide. Yeah. And and sometimes <laughs> that really annoys me. You know, especially with people like where they'll say, "Oh, have a sweet." I don't eat sweets. Mm. Oh, it's Diwali, and tomorrow mm. be Christmas. Then it'll be this. Then it'll be this. No, yeah. it's fine. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you know, my kids' birthdays. I didn't even have their birthday cake. 
Yeah, and it's like you were, <laughs> fi- that, and you were that, fine that, with that, it as that, well. That's a that's that, that's a stretch for me. I, I would definitely would have had a little change. <laughs> I was like, maybe. no, but that was then. I think now I would, but yeah, I didn't even have the birthday cake. I was like, and then any birthday parties that we had in the summer, like my nieces and my sister-in-laws would be like, "What are you gonna eat? What shall we get for you?" I was like, "It's okay. I've eaten before I come, so now I'm okay. I'm good, mm. thanks." Because yeah, they'll have great. all the party food. That I said, "No, I'm okay." Yeah. So you had a strategy, which was, I'm going to make sure I get the good quality yeah. food in before I go. So I'm full. I'm, I'm not tempted by anything. I, think I don't don't get tempted. Though. That's the thing. I've never. Yeah. That's why I said I've never been tempted because before I would, I see junk food. I'm in straight in. You know. Mm. But my husband says takeaway. Yeah, I'm in. Takeaway. Yeah. That I think I had. We had a takeaway at my son's birthday. And I only had the salad, and that salad gave me food poisoning. I was so <laughs> sick. I was yeah. so sick. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I think seven days. I didn't eat for like four days. I didn't drink or eat nothing. I was like, vomiting diarrhea for seven days. I was so sick. I was like, yeah. that was food poisoning from the salad from a takeaway place. So mm. now I'm not having takeaway ever again. <laughs> yeah. So just reinforcing your good habits yeah. for mm. you. You're like, thank you, God, on some level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, little bit, yeah. a little bit of temptation that might have crept in from those from those plastic containers. You're just like, yeah. oh, I'll have the salad. Like, nope, stay away from mm. everything that comes no. comes into your home. Yeah. If you haven't made it yeah. yourself, leave it alone. No. Yeah. yeah. And so I find myself like... prepping my meal at silly o'clock, like three o'clock in the morning. You know what? <laughs> I was measuring my food one day, three o'clock in the morning. Then I messaged you and I said, who would do stuff like that? Three in the morning, weighing their food. Three in the morning, prepping their food. Seriously, I'd get up in the middle of the night. I'd be making, I'd be cooking at three in the morning, baking at three in the morning. Like, who does that? My husband's like, can't you sleep? I'm like, no, I've had enough sleep. I need to get up now. I need to do something. That's hilarious. It's like you're asking yourself, is like, who am I? (laughs) What have I become? (laughs) Honestly, I honestly feel like a different person. I feel like, I feel more confident. I feel like I can do anything I want. Before it was always, I think I sort of, sort of took the back seat. I thought, yeah, you know what? I've done what I need to in my life, and this is this is just it now. You know, every day is you know you go to work, you come home, you cook, clean, wash, shine, and that's it. Right. This is your life, but no, this is not your life. You know what? No, mm. I feel like there's a lot. I feel like there's a lot going for you out there. You need to go and get it. Yeah. Need to go for yes. it. Hundred percent. That's so. Go on, go on, you go. All right. Well. Damn it, man! <laughs> that happened. Yeah, right. hey, go on. It's take, like, oh, take it. yeah. But you take over. I think I know what I'm going to say, but you take over. Okay, okay. So the, what you just said there about seeing that you can get more out of your life now as a result of going through this process that links back into my name. So fulfillment for me, in a, on a personal level, on a professional level, is all is very much about taking you through a process that I've been through. And that has shown me ownership of the of the things that we've, we've taken ownership of, your, your sleep, your breathing strategies, your food, your diet, your training, your thought process. And then just being like, okay, you, ha- you have this now. You have this as a result of you going through this. Yes, you've invested money in me. You've invested time with us. But you've got this belief now. You've had these conversations with me and you've seen how you can clear hurdles. Whatever the hurdles are, however they present themselves, you can jump over them one by one, by two, by three, whatever. Week on week, you can see how a bit of persistence and a bit of and, and the right direction, you'll clear all this stuff. And now it's a case of doing what you've just said, which is applying it to every area of your life. 
You know, I mean, whatever you whatever you want to do, okay, you want to do your PT qualification. Cool. It's just a few study, a few clicks away on the laptop, and it's a bit of studying away in your day. You know, I mean, whether it be you want to change profession, or whatever it is, that's what gives me fulfillment. Is by Oh, I'd like to think there's there's many many ways to do that. Whether you, whether you can take a carpentry course tomorrow and you can you can understand um, <laughs> anything. I'm just giving an example of like whatever 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 the whatever the vehicle is to get you to believe in yourself or get you to break things down to be like oh this is this is just a small step away because I did this now I can go and see the breakdown of something else and go and achieve that. I mean whatever it is that's what gives me fulfillment professionally and, and in my life it gives me that purpose you know i mean this is this is what i do is i hopefully give people keys to the world and be like okay go whatever you want to go and do do because you've now done this you've now figured this out on this like small level now you know that everything is a process everything is just a little bit of effort away yes you'll stumble yes you'll fall yes you'll have times when you're up at three in the morning thinking about your food because if you haven't had that you haven't really wanted it you know what i mean if you haven't you haven't really kind of sweated over it then it's not really a thing to you. It's kind of just something that you do, like you said before, you just tick that box. But now it's, I want this. So yeah, I'll, I'll risk a bit of sleep over it. And it's not ideal, but it's going to happen because it's going to be playing on your mind. Okay, cool. Well, there's, there's an obstacle we have to clear now, which is let me control my thought process. Let me control my thought process. Okay, now I have full faculty of my mind and I can stay calm in situations. And that gives me other other power to see to see where I was falling down before. And all of a sudden you have this super ownership of everything that you want to own and and you can can go forward with it in any way so that links into to my name it links into kind of you following the process and in turn giving me fulfillment and being like oh cool good job yeah, i'm happy, right. happy with with how we've done this that's it yep yep it feels good and like For, yeah yeah okay. I, I know what i was gonna say okay nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was um i mean i yeah i feel the same way by the way like um there's there's a lot of fulfillment that comes from just somebody just executing you just it's like uh, it gives if it's it's like the energy that i feed on and I, when i see a client like implementing something and excelling at it i'm like i'm going to do more and i'm going to give mm. you more so because you've done more for yourself i'm going to give more to you it's like how people talk about you know self-fulfilling prophecies or a, a, like there's a vicious cycle but it's also this is the virtuous cycle where um it's like it's like the the line that Jordan Peterson always likes to use um, from the Bible, the Matthew principle, but it's also something that applies in life as well. It's like, you know, to those who have everything, more will be given. To those who have nothing, everything will be taken. Mm -hmm. So basically, the more well you do for yourself, the more good things that start to happen for you, right? Mm -hmm. So from the relationship perspective, the more you take on the advice, the more you good, the more advice you get to take you further and further and further. So it's, it's like it can, it, there's this potential for it to be like an exponential journey in a way as well as like people talk about it as like, you know, it's linear, you have your ups and downs and absolutely that happens, but those ups and downs, but it can also go in a kind of exponential kind of way as well. Um, when you just apply and uh, especially given how quickly you've seen results for yourself, Sam. So, um, but the thing I was going to go back to was um, uh, the change and the transformation. So you're talking about, you know, waking up at three in the morning and cooking and baking. You're asking, like, you know, who does this? And it's like, by extension, you're asking yourself, it's like, you know, who am I? Like, when did this become me? I think to become a different version of yourself or a better version of yourself, you have to let go 
of what you already know about yourself right okay. and yeah so there's there's a lot of friction there for a lot of people so because one of the things is is the judgment that people might receive it could even though you're doing something amazing for yourself there's the judgment that okay i'm going to be slightly different and you know people are going to be looking at me in a different way that's one aspect of it but then you know how you feel in your own skin because you're changing were there any uh, doubts for you along the way like you know about the about who you might become and uh, and what that means for what you currently have did you ever feel like you were going to lose uh, what you have and uh, would would that potentially outweigh any gains that you make was there anything any of that uh, conversation going on in you do you know what never i never even thought about it mm. like i said I, I just went straight in i didn't even like even when i started training with Umar, i think i don't think i even asked my husband let alone telling him or anything i was like <laughs> yeah. I, I, and afterwards, I was like, "Oh, well, by the way, I've got PT." So okay, and mm. I think, although I didn't even think anything of it, but I think because back of my head, I always knew my husband supported me. He didn't question mm. anything, and mm. I think having that support means a lot. Mm. It does. It, mean, it does mean a lot. I mean, they don't have to say it, but it's like you know when they, when somebody's constantly nagging, and you know, and then it's really difficult for you. Then you think, you know what? Do I want to do this when I've got? Yep. the answer to this this and this but knowing i've got my husband's backing 100 percent, i knew i didn't have to answer to anybody i think that makes yeah. a huge difference like if you're not married then Absolutely. having your parents backing or anybody in your family one person you just need one person that you mm -hmm. can trust and the one that you can rely on think you've got their backing and that's all you need you don't it's uh well, i don't know how i want to say this it's it's not necessarily that they have to say or do anything for you. It's just mm. you know that you, if you ever need it, they're there for you. Yeah. Just having that, I think just having that assurance that, you know, they're there for you, that's enough. Mm -hmm. And because uh, I knew my husband was there 100%, you know, he always, he used to always call me Moto and Tonton and, he, you know, he had all these names for right. me. But, yeah. and, um, oh, you're a fatty. And I knew he was just joking, but and I said to him, were you joking? Mm. He goes, well, yeah, I was. I said, well, yeah, I know. But he goes, but you've done so well. I said, yeah, but he goes, oh, you've done it because I uh, motivated you. I said, how is how is that then? He goes, by calling you fatty all the while. I said, well, that's not motivation. That's bringing me down. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, try. Yeah. Taking credit. It just yeah, has to get a little bit of credit. I know. I said, no, honestly, you know what? Credit does go to him because if he said right. to me that, you know, you know, Asian people are like, why have you got a... PT or why are you training with a with a guy? It's you know it, it's just Asian mentality, isn't it? At the end of the day, mm. but my husband's always backed me. He's always said, you know what? Yeah, go for it. And I, I, you know, I'd come back from work from a bad done. I'm going training like yesterday. I come back from work. I've been up since three. I was out of the house at quarter past four. Went to work, came home. It was like half past one. Put my bag down. Change my shoes. Right, I'm going training. Yeah, okay. It's like yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, go for it. It's not oh, where you're going, you just come back from work, have rest, or have you. No, no, it's like, yeah, okay, go on then. Yeah. Here you go. So it's, that's, that's I think, it's, yeah, it's just knowing that you've got that support. I think that means yeah. a lot. Yeah. Big, just, big. Yeah. Just somebody being there for you. Yeah. You forget. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you've got nobody and some, and they're constantly saying, oh, she's, because I should go to the gym 45 minutes, I was back home. Now it's like two hours, and I'm still not back. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, you, you and your double sessions. Yeah, double yeah. sessions, and then then with it, yeah, might as well go for a walk as well now. And you yeah, know, I would yeah. never ever uh, walking wise forget that. I never, I don't do walking. But then <laughs> during lockdown, I thought, you know what, I wanted I want to walk. 
So the weather's nice. So I thought, well, you know, I'll do this for charity, yeah. So which which mm -hmm. was amazing. This is something I would never have done. I would, you mm -hmm. know, walking for charity, nay. No, I wanted to do, I said I always wanted to do it, but never got around to, like, you know, actually doing it. Mm -hmm. But this time I thought, you know what, no, I'm going to do this. You know, it, it's yeah. it's for a good cause. That way I get out of the house. I can go. I have to go for my walk then. I can't yeah. say, oh, the weather's bad. I'm not going to go. No, I have to do my steps. I have to get my steps in. What did you, so, what did you do? So I'm telling tell them this is what you I did. I did um, a, a million step challenge for Diabetes UK. Yeah. Wow. So, That's yeah, legit. I did that. Yeah. And, and so, how, how, over what period of time did you do that? It was, suppose you get three months. I think I did it in six weeks. Nice. So I think in three months I did um, 1.5 million steps. Wow. So yeah, I, there was one day I went for a walk like three times a day because I used to go in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And then I'd go in the afternoon when my husband finished work. And sometimes in the evening, if Amy would say to me, Sam, do you want to go for a walk? Yeah, I'll go for a walk. So one, uh, one day I went, I think three times I went for a walk. I walked over nine or 10 miles yeah. in one day. Nice. Well, you're crazy. You're like, well, the weather's nice and it's daylight. Yeah, that's fine. It's great. Yeah. And for somebody who, who couldn't have taken a couple of steps out of bed no. without pain to do mm, nine miles or walk a million and a half steps make it up for lost time eh? exactly oh, yeah. like I said it's, you're never, it's never too late to learn is it so you can start exactly. anytime exactly and, and that's that kind of, kind of leads off into the we talked about it a lot but Asian mentality around just all ages all ages I mean sometimes you, you see it at home you've mentioned um, you, your Samith you mentioned about kind of yeah. going to the gym what do you think could be done around Asian households and being healthier? Like, if you if you were the the prime minister of Asian households, tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> what would you well, knowing what you know, knowing what you know about our I'd, our households? I right, shut yeah. all the samosa shops down for starters. <laughs> yeah, Stop selling the oil in the shops. <laughs> There you oh, go. My mother-in-law is so big on cooking. She loves cooking. I mean, I think last mm. week, in one week, she was frying three days on the trot, constantly frying. Oh, Mum, mm. this is not good for you. You know, you should be eating this stuff. And she goes, and she'll she'll look at me, but she's she's really good. Every morning, half past eight, she's out of the house. She goes for an hour walk every morning now. Be it rain, cold, doesn't matter. She goes for a walk with her friends. Mm. They go for an hour walk every single day. But she goes, this healthy eating thing they can't do. They can't not eat you know mm. the stuff that i said it's not good for you you shouldn't be having this stuff you think it's kind of an over-reliance of this stuff because it's what they it's all it's, a, it's the only thing that they know or do you yeah, think it's, yeah. think it's like an I education think, thing it's mm. education thing and the, and they think oh well it's not done us any harm in the past it's fine mm. that's a big one it's, that's a big yeah. one but then again you look at it you think well I wonder what the statistics are for like hip replacements and back replacements and back back surgeries and knee replacements and whatever exactly. across our culture. And then you can like cross reference that with, oh, well, this food isn't exactly doing us, might not be doing you harm, but it's definitely doing you any favors either. Um, and is there ways of, is there ways of optimizing this so that we can actually go forward and, and enjoy it when it's time to enjoy it. But then the rest of the time, actually eat well, eat well to provide the body with what it needs. Right? I, I don't think that there's, there's enough dialogue around this. I think, in, in, I think Asian people, they just need to be educated on this stuff. Mm -hmm. And they have to have an open mind about it. They have to want to know that, you know, they would listen to this and they'll say, you know, and the time that you listen to it for two hours, yeah, it sounds good, yeah, it sounds fine. But as soon as it's switched off, back to normal again. Mm. I feel like it comes, comes back to what we were talking about um, 
No, we weren't talking about it. So I listened to this on uh, RX Radio. Um, yeah. Sam, this is a podcast that I was telling you about. But I was saying about vice and virtue. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were, they were talking about um, basically the, the things in your life that have have a grip on you, how they are your vices, how the things that you can kind of indulge yourself in, whether it be, we talk about food a lot, we talk about kind of being sedentary and sitting down in front of a computer. Like I've, I've had both those vices in my life and and not necessarily, not necessarily recognizing what the outcome of your life will be if you let these things take you and keep taking you and, and just keep leading your life, right? And there's evidence out there, but when you don't see it for yourself, as you don't put yourself in that shoe, it's difficult to change. But then in that instance, when you're when you're going towards your vice, you have an opportunity to choose between that or choose between vice and virtue. And virtue basically is is the things that you have in your life that are like patience and dedication towards something you can't quite see right now, but you know it's going to be good for you in time. Like everyone knows healthy eating is good for you. You can't see it when you eat, when you eat a, a salmon and, and some salad. You don't you don't see it on your body, but you know it's it's like it's money in the bank, right? It's interest that we that we don't can't reap right now, but when you're 85 that stuff's going to be pay a lot more back mm. to you than than sitting down in your butt all day long and uh eating any old rubbish right so it's it's just the choice that it's constant through the day isn't it it's like i'm gee you can definitely say on this any, anybody can anybody can right like these things come knocking all the time and and you unless you're like sam where there's there's not much temptation there cool but a lot of people will have these this constant kind of fight between oh i want to eat healthy i want to eat this i want to eat that i want to eat whatever um but you've got to just continually make a conscious decision to move yourself this way and then it becomes easier and easier right it's always like oh yeah we'll start from tomorrow or i'll start from the day after but that day yeah. never comes you have to start from yeah. now mm-hmm. you have to start here and now it's not it's not about starting today tomorrow it's if you want to do it you've got to do it now like i said to him what he said to me about this diet i said well okay if i've got to have this isn't this, this fine you know i've I stop eating bread. I stop eating flour. I stop eating this. Yeah, that's fine. I do that. But what's what can I eat instead? You know, there was always have to find the option. What can I eat instead? Mm-hmm. You know, that I think that's that was a bit difficult because I was really I I'm just a simple person. I eat simple food, right? Mm-hmm. That's so Umar always says it's simple. Food. I eat simple food, but it was finding the what was the other option? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, because I I love my roti. I love my bread and not having bread and roti so what do i do instead mm-hmm. you know what can i have instead it's like now i have my cereal in the morning and it's like three half three in the morning i'm having my cereal and cold milk I'm like it's too cold in the winter to have this what can i have instead like porridge i don't do porridge i've not mm-hmm. i've never had it just i just don't like the look of it <laughs> yeah. i just don't don't eat food because i don't like the look of it but actually yeah. i don't eat salmon but i've never yeah. even tried it but i've actually gone and bought some salmon now so I said to my husband, I said, one day I will, I will attempt to make it. Yeah. You're never going to so, know until you try, right? Yeah, just, exactly. just, learn, learn, yeah. That, that's, that's where you've got to have back lessons of your own path and be like, I okay, well, I didn't know what, I didn't know what happened if I tried training, but I've tried it and look, at, it's been pretty good, I think. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So like broccoli. I mean, who eats broccoli? No, <laughs> I have broccoli every single day. I'm like, yeah, it's nice, you know. I mean, the amount of vegetables, the amount of chicken and vegetables I've had in the last, what, 10 months, I don't think I've had it in my whole entire life. <laughs> spinach, I mean, there's always spinach in my fridge. Always, always spinach in my fridge. Always spinach in my it's freezer not. for my smoothies. I'm like, what am I doing? Do make a smoothie at quarter past three in the morning. You take to work with me. <laughs> That's, it's a total That's change. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, a t- it's a total change from where you were before. And obviously, a lot of people listening to this will be like, well, 
I wouldn't do that. It's like, well, you don't need to do that because mm. for someone like yourself, Sam, you were ready to jump in to the pool and be like, I want to do this whole hog. I want to see what it's funny about. And I, I'd say at the start, our training was so soft and so slow that the main thing, the main driver for your change was moving you out of pain. And that for mm. me, with you had to be done from a inflammation standpoint from, from dealing with with maybe how your gut was was digesting food giving it the right things at the start and that's what initially made you feel oh, okay um maybe maybe i can sit cross-legged without any pain in my hips and i remember the first time you sat cross-legged and was like oh i'm sitting cross-legged and this doesn't hurt me anymore you know what i mean that we hadn't done we've done a little bit of training toward that but it was only a couple of weeks in where you'd adjusted your diet and again credit to yourself for for just going at it hammer and tongs um but you would you would you put your body in a place where it, it didn't it didn't hurt because it wasn't having things that were pissing it off. You know, I mean, we, we said this the other day that somebody can smoke for their entire life and never get any kind of adverse issues, but somebody can eat a, a pizza and have such a bad reaction to the gluten in in in, in the in the flour, um, and that they're not off the toilet for the next week. You know what I mean? So I think someone like yourself was having that bad reaction constantly, and it was causing systemic issues across your entire body so changing that at the very start was was it was a big thing but back to my initial point people listening to this right now it might not even be that drastic for you it might just be a small adjustment in the amount of calories you're having versus the foods you're actually having maybe maybe kind of not overeating would be the the answer for you you know what i mean so so mm -hmm. it's it's really a case-by-case -case thing and uh yeah. in your example it's it's, it's changed so much yeah. and i like sitting cross-legged i used to go to the gurdwara and i could not sit because we have to sit cross-legged at the Gurdwara. I always used to find a wall so I can lean against the wall and sit. Mm. And I went this morning with Samita and I was actually sitting in the middle of the floor, cross-legged, and I was like, wow, this is great, no pain. <laughs> so I tried, I was like, I'm not looking for a wall to lean against, you know. Yeah. Any weddings, you know, Asian weddings go on for hours. I, no, it's always going, I figure, right, let me find a wall where I can sit so I don't have to sit cross-legged and lean mm. against a wall and sit, you know. It's, but now it's like I can go and mm. I can sit in the temple. I can sit cross-legged, which is great. That way as well. Like that way you can actually be present at the Gurdwara. You know, it's exactly. like you're not you're not thinking, oh, this is gonna put me in so much pain just being here. It's like, no, you can get out of that and you actually be present and and uh, and be there for the reason you actually want to be there for. I remember this instance there was a years it was supposed to have been about six, seven years ago. I went to Canada and there was a wedding there and um mm. These, they're, they're, I think they're my father-in-law's relatives. I've never, I've never met them, but they were like, "Yeah, you know what? You know, we are such and such, we're such and such." And they were a lovely family. Yeah, you come with us. You come and sit here. They made me sit in the middle of the floor, and they, they all are surrounded by me. And my yeah. my little one was only a few few years old. Then I, so I was sitting there with him, and I kept nudging him every so often. Shan, you need to go to the washroom. <laughs> I was sitting in the middle of the floor and I couldn't sit there. My legs were hurting. I couldn't sit cross legged, but because I didn't know these people, I couldn't even say to them, like, you know, I can't sit here. Can I go and sit at the back of one? But no, I had to sit through the entire wedding. And when I got up, I was in so much pain. I can imagine, you know, normally the kids, they just want to go. And he was just yeah. sitting there, like, Sean, do you need to go to the washroom? No, Mum, I'm fine. He's being a good boy at the worst time. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, what's wrong with you? You're normally so irritating. <laughs> Why do you want to get up and go out? Are you bored? Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I, was, I was like, you know, you're sitting there, but I was in so much pain. Hmm. I thought, no, this is this is not right. But even then, I didn't think to do anything about it because it was like, hmm. yeah, you're in pain, go to the doctors. You're in pain, yeah. go, to the do go to the hospital. And that was it. That, you know, that's it's just 
so everybody just thinks well especially asian people they just think yeah you're in pain the only answer the only person that's going to have the answer is the doctor right a doctor can even give you medication you have these tablets and yeah you'll be fine no it's doctor's not the answer to everything you've got to you've got to look you know at the bigger picture i mean even now i know i know milk gives me information it gives me you know when i have it you know my i, I get aches and pains and i still do it now and again i think you know what i do fancy milky coffee yeah i'll have that i'll have it and then i know i'm suffering the next day now i think you know what if i really want milky coffee there's lactose free milk mm. get that woman mm. and have that so because uh, before Uma would say to me i'll have your protein shake with your cereal i'm like seriously protein shake with cereal no <laughs> yeah, i don't like it <laughs> is that you've not tried it i can say you don't like it yeah. no, but who has protein shake with cereal and, yeah, <laughs> I have it. and it was great yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> He goes, Sam, you're such a fussy eater. I'm like, yeah, I know, but, but who has that? And then my sister came in the summer and she, her kids uh, both have lactose-free milk. She's like, oh, can you get me some lactose-free milk? I'm like, what's that? She, I said, I've never even heard of it. And um, mm. she goes, you know, they can't have normal milk, so they have this. I'm like, oh, this stuff is good. Yeah, I'll have this. Yeah, this will do. I'm not always going to have protein shake. I'm going to I'll have lactose-free milk. It's fine. <laughs> It's alternatives. There's always alternatives out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. and these alternatives like rice noodles, chickpea. I'm like, chickpea pasta. Who eats chickpea pasta? <laughs> the things that he used to tell me. I used to go to the shops, and I was like, I said, my groceries used to cost me this much, and now it's like more than double my bill. My my husband, yeah. my husband, actually took the credit card off me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> said, I said to him because he was moaning about the credit card bill, and. Uh, I was like, here, here's your credit card. I don't want it. Yeah. And he goes, um, you know what? I've got my credit card bill. I said, oh, yeah. He goes, I paid for my car insurance on the credit card. And even then, my credit card bill was only £350 a month, which is less than half what you normally do. <laughs> I goes, well, it's only groceries. He's like, what do you buy at the grocery store that costs over £700 a month? The good stuff. Said, there ask. you go. That's don't it. Ask. The, yeah. the organic good stuff that currently currently sitting on your plate, it don't cost, exactly. it don't come cheap, it don't come cheap. Exactly. Oh man, it's, yeah. How do you, um, in your mind, how do you, like, how is temptation not a thing for you? Like, uh, what, how have you made it so it's not a thing for you that bothers you? It just, it just never has. Because when, because I, I knew I wanted to make that change. I wanted, mm. I wanted results, and the only way to get results was to follow. Follow what Uma was telling me to do, basically. Do, do you think it's that? It's that like um, I'm going to make a stretch here, but I don't know if there's a, there's a connection here. So, being being an Indian mom who is who is culturally expected to do X, Y, and Z, and there's a certain level of expectation behind it, a certain level of just do it behind it, carry on doing it, carry on doing. It. That's what you do. That's what your role is. Do you think that you've kind of directed that that persistence towards your diet and towards seeing things like black and white and being like this is good this is bad um which is i think what we do quite a lot do you think there's a, there's a connection there yeah maybe i i think it is like just black and white it's like you know i have this and these are the consequences and i have that and this this is the results i'm going to get so you know mm -hmm. what this is the way to go and that's it i just don't i don't look back nice nice yeah that's, that's 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 an interesting way of doing things. Not 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 something that everyone does, but at the same time, that's what makes this job so interesting. Is because you have to try and traverse 
so many different kind of people. But um, yeah, it's it's success stories like yours that I think go quite far, and that's that's something that you've had right all over the all over the world, back from India, back from Canada. You know, I've had messages from people that you know, like my dad's cousins' kids, and they're like randomly messaging me on Facebook saying, "Wow, you've done so well. What's the secret?" <laughs> and last week I was at work, and there was this um, this is young young kid, and he's just a temp, and uh, he's studying to be a PT. He says to me, he said, um, how old are you, Sam? Well, how old do I look? Mm-hmm. Oh, about 30. I was like, really? <laughs> wow. And his mom works there. I said, Juliet, your son just gave me the best compliment ever. She says, what's that? I said, he thought I was 30 years old. She's like, well, he never says that to me. I said, yeah, because you're his mom and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, I wish I was 30. I said, no, I'm not 30. So I have a 26-year-old son. He's like, really? Yeah, yeah I do. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, I think that, that that's really nice. That like, you know, I've had people stop yeah. me in the street, which is really nice. That like, random people, I don't even know. You know, you see them, but you don't know them. Mm. And one day, I just come out of my house, and this lady across the road says, "Excuse me, hello, hello." Are you talking to me? She's like, "Yeah." She goes, mm. "You've done so well." I was like, <laughs> "Oh, what? What have I done?" <laughs> like, oh, thank wow. you. And you know, you know, people at the school, the parent mums at the school that well. Because my little one goes to high school now. I don't have to take him to school. But I see the mums walking past sometimes. They'd be like, my God, Sam, you've done so well. I said, you know what? I have. Before yeah. I should get it. That's right. I said, no, I have done really well. Because, you know, yeah. I have worked hard for this. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I wouldn't say it's been difficult. Mm-hmm. It's never been. I, I don't say. I don't think it was difficult at all. I just think mm-hmm. it's. You just got to follow this. Follow the path. If, if this is where you want to go. No, you just got to follow that path, and that's it. And it was never difficult. It was time-consuming because it meant I couldn't eat what everybody else was eating, and I had to cook for myself, and I had to to go shopping. I had to make sure I had all my food. I had to make sure everything was there for me. Mm -hmm. And and people would say to me, oh, because your kids are older, now you can do this. Mm -hmm. I said, why? Because... I said, when the kids are younger, they will eat what you what you eat. They'll eat what you cook. Mm-hmm. When your kids are older, they want to eat what they want to eat. I can't make them eat healthy food mm-hmm. because if they don't want it, they're not going to have it. So mm-hmm. there's seven people in our house, and no two people have the same meal. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everybody has to have a different meal. Wow. So it's so we're cooking for all these people anyway. So, but also, my kids are growing up now, so the older can cook for themselves, which is not too bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. it leaves you to to kind of follow the uh, the, the plan that we we initially laid out, and I think that looking back, that plan was very much around just moving you out of pain. Just like kind of, it was quite. It, was, it wasn't. I wasn't. I don't think it was a severe plan. Now again, like I said, I didn't want to steer you down the route of changing everything too soon. I was like, okay, let's just make this gradual. Um, whereas I think your inner pain was like no no you don't understand like this hurts like, i need to change right now i need to i need mm. to move myself away from this lifestyle as quickly as possible and if you're telling me you can do this and if you're showing me that i can change as much as much as you've changed then let's just do it you know let's just crack on with it and kind of do it as fast as possible um and it just speaks to speaks to what you've done here but people need to people need to keep a keep a, a focus on that and and almost just decide and be like where where do i want to fall do i want to continue down this path and have a little bit of what i'm having right now and often, I don't think that's the way you people have got enough understanding of what this gets you. It's like, just mm-hmm. don't worry about having this for a little bit of time. Just go and explore what different 
what different stuff you can get in your life because you can always come back to this you know I mean? you can always come back to sitting in front of the computer and enjoying takeaways and whatever that's not going to go anywhere you know what i mean it's not going to it's not gonna, tomorrow so you're going to wake up and there'll be only vegetables to eat the rest of your life it's yeah. like just relax about it but go and explore the other the other avenues that are out there because you never know what your body could actually feel and it's almost it's weird to think that we can outwardly have an agenda that affects things inwardly if that makes sense like we we have this we have this system that's behind the wall that almost wants us to make the right choices and it's kind of crying out to like just 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 get that green thing like i want that green one like you keep you keep having that that big greasy burger over there but just just put a bit of that in me because i really need that you know i mean i I would i would give you so much more if you just give me a bit of that um Mm -hmm. but that communication isn't always heard you know what i mean so people want results, but they don't want to do anything for it. I mean, the amount of people that will come up to me and say, I want to do what you've done. I, I want these results. I, I, I said, yeah, you want, but you're not going to do anything about it. And mm. there's, uh, there's, uh, there's a guy I see in, in the park walking every day who'll say, you know what, you've done so well. And he's like a friend of the family. I'm like, oh, thank you. He goes, oh, tell me, you know, tell me what to do. I said, you need, first thing you need to do is you need to stop drinking. Mm-hmm. Right? And he said, well, that can't happen. I said, well, then, you know what, there's no hope for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he goes, no, send me your send me your diet chart. I said, what's that going to do? Mm-hmm. Oh, I will eat healthy. I said, you eat healthy and then you drink every night. What's that going to do? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. I said, nothing. I said, just defeat the object. There's no point. I said, unless you're willing to change, unless you're willing to like give up this drinking. I mean, drinking every day. I said, it can't be good for you anyway. I no. said, um, I said it's, it's not going to work. It's it's just not going to work. Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult to change people's minds when they're set, set in their ways so strongly. Um, but again, it all comes back to, to education for me. Like, if you understood what this stuff actually does to you, and you weighed up, they don't want to understand the opportunity and the cost. They just yeah. say, "Well, it's not done us any harm in all these years." So my mum would always say, "Like, uh, I was having a conversation with her yesterday morning. Oh, mm-hmm. such and such says this, and such and such says this uh, that you should eat this and you shouldn't eat this." She goes, "We're at this stage in our life whereby you know we're we're set in our ways. This mm-hmm. thing is good. This is good for us. We know what's good." I said, "Mum, you don't know what's good for you. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to eat healthy." Especially, you know, with your health issues and stuff, you shouldn't be eating all this mitai that's coming your way. You shouldn't eat, you shouldn't be eating, you know, unhealthy. You should be eating healthy stuff. Yeah, no, that's true. It's but, true. But it's, it's yeah. like they get to that age in life, and and they just think that oh, I've done it all this whole time. It's fine. yeah. This is this is what a lot of people say. Well, <laughs> I've got this far and I'm fine. You know. Yeah. Well, I say if that's what you want. Now I just say to them because you know what, if that's what you want, that's fine. That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's that's up to you. No, it's yeah. true. It's true. You can't help. You can't help people who don't, who are not willing to accept help. help. Exactly. Yeah. You've got to help yourself if you want. Yeah, yeah. You can't. Yeah. It's like, like I said, I said you can't make somebody do something. It's like a husband was laughing because oh, your secret's going to come out now when you go to the podcast. And I'm like, what secret is that then? He yeah. goes uh, about your weight loss. I said, well, what about the weight loss? I said, Uma just mm-hmm. guided me. I said he didn't yeah. physically yeah. do what I'm doing. He just showed exactly. me what I had to do. I said, in yeah. the end, it was me. I did the hard work. I said, he was guiding mm-hmm. me. That's what he was doing. And and it was up to me to uh-huh. listen to what he was saying, to take in what yes. he was telling me. I said, but I did the hard work. Yeah, he was, yeah, you a point. Yeah. Yeah. In, in total now, Sam, so just to lay out for people, what, what have you actually lost in the scale? Three stone. Yeah. In <sighs> six months. Wow. That's so, it. So was it roughly... Kilos. Yeah, roughly yeah. around 20 kilos, right? 20, yeah, so, yeah. so around 90 kilos down to around 70 kilos. 
Amazing. Massive change. Massive change. A lot stronger. Free, I can't remember pain. when I was this, this weight. Like I said, you know, yeah. I said it my husband, I said, when I look in the mirror, I like what I see. I don't think I'm fat. Hmm. But mm, now yeah. I have I have suitcase after suitcase of clothes that, that are just looking at me thinking, I can't wear these because they're too big. Mm, yeah. They're too big. And it, it is so annoying because these, <laughs> I've got all these suits. Wear them because I don't fit. He's going to be worried about another credit card expense coming his way now. <laughs> I know. I can say this thing's over. I need a trip to India. He's like, what for? Yeah. I said, I need to get all my suits altered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Even the new ones. Extra baggage allowance, yeah. That's, that's, that's what's coming up now. Yeah. yeah, it's like there's a few. Th I mean, like last few minutes of we speaking, there's so many good things to I think just like conceptually pick apart a little bit as well. One of them is when you said. You know, you were putting off the compliments a little bit, but then you started accepting them because you were like, actually, no, I recognize I have worked hard, you know? Yeah, yeah thanks. I, yeah, I did. I have done really well for myself. That's a really important part of anyone's journey as well. So anybody who's going to be doing and making a change and aiming for a result, you have to congratulate yourself. It's not like you're, you're giving yourself some positive talk for the sake of doing it. You have to congratulate every step that you take, which is on the right path to the journey because if you don't it just makes it a lot more of an arduous step you know yeah. so that's that's a big thing and just accepting that yeah i did this because then it just means that um anything difficult you can appreciate doing it you know it doesn't exactly. it doesn't have to be you don't have to have a negative relation with doing that and then uh, the other thing is is like you know being becoming like a, a famous in your neighborhood amongst sure. your family and friends and stuff <laughs> uh, like you know a bit of a, a bit of a celebrity and uh, and to me the the wider message there is you just don't realize how much influence you have on people you know just every, like you, you're walking around you're like i'm just doing my thing and then all these people are coming up to you and you're like i don't i barely know who you are but you're noticing and you're talking to me so our sphere of influence is a lot bigger than we actually think so right. if we're able to if we're able to make the change for ourselves and do right by us, people actually notice and um, it inspires them to do the same thing because you've got so many people coming up to you now saying, how do I do this? How do I do this? It's like, mm -hmm. okay, whether they will put the effort in to actually do it or not is one thing, but at least they're inspired, you know, at least they know there's a better way out there and it's just okay. waiting for them to take the, mm -hmm. take the right step and put the effort in. And um, yeah, I think there's, there's so many, so many amazing things coming out of, uh, out of your journey. Thank you. Too right, too right. And I, I think mm. we, we, I don't know. I was talking to you about this morning, G. But mm. just just being somebody who provides an alternate view, or being somebody who provides a, a a different perspective, especially in our culture where it's all one way traffic sometimes, right? Mm -hmm. That's yeah. so valuable. That's so valuable to to see an, an auntie at a wedding who's in shape. Like Sam, next time Sam goes to a wedding and she's wearing a sari and someone sees like yeah. the fact that she's got traps, it's like, oh shit, like this this is like check out. Did you just call me on Did you just call me on You know you know how I read it, right? Someone yeah. someone someone there who's like, Wow, she clearly she clearly one, she's massively changed. And two, she's yeah. taking ownership of this. People are going to come talk to you about this. And there'll be there'll be a few that are just going to be there as like, oh, what have you done? Or what's your secret? Just the, the normal waffle. But then there'll be somebody who'll be like, can you actually help me? Because I want to do this too. That's mm. the one you're doing this for. You know what I mean? That, that, that's mm. the, you know, there's, there's that phrase of like, um, remember what you're doing because there's always somebody watching. Like, and it's, mm. it's, it's, there's, there's loads of different connotations of that in terms of like spiritually or just, just some kid over here who's like, oh, I need to see an example set for me, please. And mm. you've taken that, you've taken those reins and been like, I'll be that, that person who sets a good example for the next generations of my family, the women, the men, everything. 
And if, like you said, G, if they want to follow, well, here you go. This is an alternative view. If you want to be lazy and on the sofa, well, I, you, I can tell you all about that because I was that before and it was shit and I hurt every day of my life and, and I couldn't do anything and I wasn't, I wasn't alert. And maybe I had um, times when I couldn't even move. But now, well, I can do all this. No, you, you pick now. Here you go. Like, yeah, go, go and live that way and then come and live this way and tell me you want to go back. No, you don't want to mm-hmm. go back. Like, who wants to live that way? It's shit. You know what I mean? And that and that's yeah. like the, talking about Amy quickly again. She's she's gone through a massive change, and maybe one day she'll come on the podcast as well. But um, culturally, it's been such a I think difficult thing for her, where it's been it's been negative around around the, the change and people kind of pulling it down and kind of like um, almost almost just seeing it as why are you trying to get better for yourself, why are you trying to achieve more, and it's such a such a toxic culture that we just need to slowly uh, slowly get rid of i don't even know if we can get rid of but we just have to keep walking in our way right yeah Mm -hmm. i think people i mean if you if you look at yoga the inside it shows on the outside as well you know yeah a day before Diwali, i went and went to amy's chapter again and she was like i've got to wear an indian suit and every outfit she tried on was like 10 sizes too big for us and amy massive she goes what (laughs) six months ago they didn't fit so you know what? I've been there. I've been there. And I said, "This is amazing." It's really, and she was like, "Really?" She was so pleased that you know these suits that been sitting in her cupboards for months and months and months. And she couldn't wear them because they were too tight. She was now they're way too big. I said, "Yes, yes." I said, "You keep saying your weight's not changing, but look, you've come a long way." Yeah, I said, "You've got a long way to go as well." So I said, "You know what? I'm so proud of where she is today. Honestly, really yeah. am." But, yeah. So I'm good. That's so she's seen me. See, she's seen how I've changed and she wants to make that change as well and she's doing the right things to do make that change which is yeah. really good so I just hope other people follow as well they, you know they, they like I said before everybody wants results but they don't want to do anything mm. for it mm. they, they, they click a finger on the computer or whatever it's going to get done it's not going to get done you're going to put the time in you're going to put the effort in that's the only way to get results so I don't know I don't know what's up with the audio a bit Simon so the picture's going a bit fuzzy as well have you got yeah, have, you, have I mean, you moved around a little bit or no, somebody's uh, somebody's taking up the internet bandwidth in the house. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> is it is it coming yeah. up at three o'clock? Or it just yeah, it, it, must, it must be. It's probably a chat. You watch it any minute now. Yeah. You upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just cleaned up a little bit now as well, so that's much better. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no. Uh, what you were saying was um, yeah, how proud you are of Amy, how far she's come, and like you know, yeah. taking results. You want the result, but you're not you're not willing to put something into it to get it. So the idea is to yeah, realize that you've got to sacrifice something. Because anytime you you want something, anytime you make a choice, like okay, I'm going to go after this, you have to understand there's another choice, there's an opportunity cost to it, there's another choice that you'd make that you didn't that you can't make, basically, and. So that could be something as simple as, okay, I'm going to go down this path. That means I'm going to have more broccoli, but every every week I have like you no know, three nights a week I have pizza. So, all right, well, you're going to have to make a choice about how much pizza you actually have now. It's like, do you have three nights a week of pizza or is it going to go down to one night a week and you're moving forward? Um, if you're not prepared to make that change, if you're not prepared to make that sacrifice, then yeah, okay, good luck. It's um, you're, you're, you're moving forward against, you're trying to move forward against the tide. It's not going to happen. So... You have to you have to understand there's a choice that you could be making uh, that you're not going to make as a result of choosing to go down this path, but ultimately you just have faith in it. You believe in the process, and uh, you're going to be glad you made that sacrifice. Hundred percent. We sounds sounds picture's mm. going a bit wonky here, isn't it? I know. Kinda, it's probably 
probably going to be a good time to call it as well because yeah. someone's going to come bursting in and he's like, I want my laptop back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. You yeah. got me, son? Can you hear, can you hear us? I can hear you. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. Cool. Well, no worries, no worries. But listen, this was, uh, this was great, Sam. There's so much inspiration here. I've, I'm inspired as well. It's like whatever yeah, I've got to so do, I, I, want, I want it. I want to do it more as well. No, so we're so pleased uh, to have you. We want to say as well, like we know you're a massive supporter of the podcast as well. We're super appreciative of that too. It's like it, we feel it. We we feel the we feel the vibes coming from you with uh, what we're trying to do with the podcast as well. So we really, really uh, just want to say thank you a lot for giving us the support that you do. Well, thank you, thank you for having me. It's been great. It's a pleasure. We really enjoyed and it. Then, really enjoyed it. Yeah, exactly. And then yeah, to, uh, yeah everybody listening is like. Yeah, I know, right? Tell me about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It goes by so quiet. Yeah, like if we if we really had it our way, if we didn't have shit to do, we'd probably carry on short talking for like six hours. (laughs) 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 But but, uh, it just 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 can't do that right now. But uh, yeah, for everybody who's listening as well, just um, yeah, share this episode to people who need to hear it. You know, it's like uh, the the great line that Sam said halfway through. He's like, "You're never too old to learn." So if you've got people in your sphere who you know are older than you or are your elders, and you know that they feel like they need to change, uh, well, you know that they need to change something. It's like send this to them, play it out to them, and um, make them hear that anything is possible, um, and they can always be in a better place. So uh, we really thank you guys for tuning in as well. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Speak to you soon. Take it easy. Bye.